Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, where we play Dungeons and Dragons in a basement and then put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the dungeon master for this campaign, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us. How is everyone? Good. All the peaches. All the peaches. All the peaches. Peaches. Very peachy. Peaches for me. Better now. Look at that. Yeah. Worse now. Worse now. Worse now. Things got worse once we turned the cameras on. And no, started. once you started punning. Ah, okay. And referencing. Peaches aren't even that good. Whoa! Whoa. Now there is division at the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes. Welcome and thank you for joining us. This is uh, Happy New Year. 2020 is upon yeah. us. Uh, along with the new year, we have a new streaming schedule, somewhat. We're now going to be playing at least three times a month, rather than every other week. So, that's a very exciting development. Um, especially for me, because now I get to do more D&D prep on a regular basis. I don't have to sit on it for weeks on end. So. But there will still be tabletop turkey, just more intermittent, and we might look for a new day at some point. Yes. Uh, is there game use this week? Uh, yes, tomorrow we're doing our New Year's resolutions. New Year's gaming resolutions. Mm -hmm. Video gaming resolutions. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the one. Alright. Well, shall we get into it? Are you going to try to kill me again with Santa Claus? Duh. The, the Easter Bunny this time. <laughs> Alright, we're just going to skip the rest of winter to the next. Kill a giant living heart. Yes. Can we make this a holiday tradition? <laughs> Of trying to kill Kaya. Specifically Kaya. Every, Kaya. Every Kaya. Holiday, <laughs> demon Kaya. Cupid, demon to, Easter Bunny. trick her every time. You're never it. allowed to leave on the holidays ever again. Demon Leopard. One person will leave on the holidays at least. Yes. Dibs. It's going to be me next. Yes. <laughs> so somebody else gets to almost die. And you can just do a special one shot of like how Kaya's holiday was of surviving. Oh. We're no, not. it's a perfect plot point. She gets captured by the demon and we have to rescue her. There we go. You know, there's irony here, because I just updated Twitter to say everybody should come watch this, and my comment was, let's see what flavor of bad day Kaya has today. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing demonic kidnapping. <laughs> I have the best party. All no, right. I do, though. I do, though. Some, let's, let's play some D&D. Let us begin. So when we last left off, our heroes had made their way into Hornrock, the bustling mining city of the Halcyon Plateau. They delivered the oil from Kavorka to Younger's Outfitters and were paid for their weeks of work in the small village oasis. Uh, their friend Bless, during this time, went off to assist the followers of Arknara and left the party to their own devices. While they were there, they learned and experienced the crimes of Grizzle the Fury, a murderous fugitive whom the party pursued to no avail after he murdered two citizens of Hornrock. When seeking rest at an inn called the Bronze Trumpet, the party encountered a group known as the Merry Ones, a band of wood elves who were celebrating the feast of Papa Santo, the gifts the party received from their revelers wound up being dangerous, as the Merry Ones took great offense to Kaya's slighting of their gift, and then summoned 
their demonic patron, Papa Santo, to attack her in her room. That's how I remember it. <laughs> yeah. We're now... That's not quite how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. Oh my god. We are now in the morning in Horn Rock. Because Kai's dead. We're in mourning. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. One quarter. One quarter of the away left. But the morning starts off slightly tense as two Horn Rock guards have been busy in Kaya's room and outside of the quarters in which they stayed at the Bronze Trumpet investigating the attempted just the attack <laughs> on the party <laughs> that wound up with two of the merry ones dead and the spirit of Pomp- Papa Santo relegated back to his ethereal void. You're welcome. The party has spoken to the guards along with the innkeep and given their side of the story the bodies are cleaned up the innkeep tidies up the rooms and the party sits downstairs in the morning hours in Horn Rock. Just confirming, that means we got a long rest, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I ask now? Do I ask later? Long rest achieved. Very important to me. Yes. But you guys find yourselves taking in the events of the evening at a uh, empty table in a empty inn in Horn Rock. Well, that was an exciting last night. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> Maybe next time just keep the gift you got and be happy? Never celebrated the feast of Papa Santo before. I'm definitely never celebrating it now. Have you? Uh, maybe you need to renege on that one. That might just bring us again. <laughs> Have you ever gotten a gift before? I mean, like, kind of. Sort of. Like, our birthday is a common thing? You guys celebrate birthdays? Look at those. Mm. This is gonna happen. I'm gonna. What's a birthday? No, like, day that you were born, like an anniversary of your life. Oh, I wasn't born, I hatched. You're excused. Anybody else? That's a step up than what I thought happened to. You're talking about a hatch day. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably kinda similar. You're talking about the cracking. (laughs) Your day of cracking? This is. I think this was my day of cracking. I'm not sure yet. Your birthday's today? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember people oh. in Dagger Bluff talking oh. about them. I just, I don't know. Most remember when they found me on the water. Not this... that long ago, huh? <coughs> it's been over a year. Really? You were in Dagger Bluff that long? Yeah. I somehow thought it was than that. I don't know why, it was just, just an assumption. Okay. I need a minute. The door <coughs> swings open and standing in the doorway and entering into the room is your friend Bless with the small snow owl? Boreal owl. Boreal owl. <laughs> Helmy. Perched on her shoulder. 
Tell me, you sure this is the right end? Are you sure this time? Plas? <laughs> Plas? Is... Gaia, is everything alright? No, where were you? I was... Helping the priests of Arcanara? Was this the wrong day to do that? You were just dr- dropping off the oil to get money. Oh, that's how it started. It's she not pissed how it off some elves. And we and found a murderer. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't find a murderer. I chased a murderer. Someone else died. Two, two people died. I almost died. By... From the murderer? From a murderer. Two people died from the murderer. And then some people tried to kill me. And I killed people. He killed... Can you kill a spirit? Does that count? I don't know. The murder was a spirit. A murderer was... A, a spirit tried to kill me. My walls kind of cracked a little. You shouldn't damage people's property. I'll keep that under advisement. <laughs> this... You fought the murderer. I've... I've only heard about him. I haven't encountered him. No, we didn't fight him. We didn't encounter him either. We didn't even see him. I thought someone saw him. The kobold saw him. Yeah. When he bit one of their heads off. He must have a very large mouth. (coughs) Just clean off. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's a a dwarf, I I thought. They have big mouths. Mouths. Meath. Meath? Yeah, but like... (laughs) Mouths. Big meat. Look at his head. Do you know anybody who could bite his head clean off? It's not that small. Yeah, it is. I just picture this little kobold body with a bowling ball head. (laughs) Pretty sure, like, anyone not me here could. (laughs) His head would be, like, this long. Yeah, but... You could just, like... (laughs) The whole thing. It's like the size of a dog's head. (laughs) (laughs) Really concerns me. Anyway, I'm glad you're back. Well, I'm sorry I left. It seemed... I'm sorry you left, too. Oh, no. <laughs> don't cry again. I'm having a I bad can. day. I don't know why she's it's like this. We killed the thing that tried to kill her. Well, sometimes people are traumatized when their life is in danger. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's more than that. But we've, we've stuff to do today. Let's just get along with it. Do you still have your gift? Yeah, I do. Oh, well, this is that. There were presents? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Kyle would be happy to give you hers. Maybe she should read mine. It's about <laughs> etiquette and politeness. Would I you like to peruse it? I would love to. <laughs> it's actually give it to you. I like maybe take console notes. myself in opening the book, putting my face behind it. <laughs> so did you have a good time? Oh yes, we were clearing rubble for hours on end. It was perfect. I felt it was more creative for me to come back to you all since I figured they have months and months of work to do and that would be too long to stay there. My help is needed elsewhere. Do you want to find a murderer? I suppose. Cool. How do we find him now? Do we wait for someone else to get murdered and try to follow him again? We could just walk through the abandoned section of town. Well, one of the other There's... temples heard information about it, but I, they have also... <clears throat> haven't really encountered anything. 
Well, we can go talk to them, see if they have anything we don't. Do you think they'll tell us not to find the guy? Tell us what? Not to find him? To Who give cares up? cares if they do? No one else will be able to find him. We might as well take our chance if we can stop this monster. Speaking of which, shouldn't we go to the keep? Aren't we going to do that today? Yes. But I thought we didn't need to talk to anyone. But we still need to talk to somebody. We need to figure out what that mine is. So that we can get some use out of that map that we found. Well, I figure we should probably go to the keep. If he's around, then... And you know people who've seen him. What? The, the, kill, the, killer. the mine master? Well, we didn't talk to anyone. Oh. I mean, like, It did. was very fast, just kind of chased after him. Yeah, we all almost got splatted by a card, too, with a bunch of dye. That's why we're all like this. Yes, and, <laughs> and looking about me, you see that there are splotches on their skin and all over their clothes that are just different colors of, like, red, blue, and yellow, some of it mixed together into browns. Um, Poop-colored. <laughs> I just thought you all had, like, a wild party. You all seem to drink so much, so... And not work... As much. You say that like it's a bad thing. Well, I'm still clean. You're a little dusty. The dust of work. Ours is the dust of murder. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess we should go to the keep then. It we don't really like have anything yes. else to do. Yeah. Maybe find what this map is. And see if anyone can open that mine that we're never going back to again. Maybe. So this is my second day with the loaner sword, is it? Yes, you paid for it though. Yeah. Through two days. But tonight I'll probably have to pay a bit more if we're going to keep it longer. You have till essentially tomorrow afternoon. Oh, okay. At which time you get your normal sword back, right? Potentially. I don't know where else I'm like customizing it, but we'll get to that later. I think first is uh, finding out the stuff at this keep, and maybe finding a murderer. Maybe both at once, or maybe neither. So last game question, how much money did you guys get when you went to drop off the oil? You need to go get yours yet. Okay. You guys are in that area. Bronze Trumpet and Younger's Outfitters and Trade Goods are in the same Forge Ward section of the city. Plus, probably still wants to go to the key. She's probably not making better money. That's what I was thinking. Well, if it's on the way, we might as well stop and get you paid. I suppose. It's not the on the is... way. <laughs> We're in that area. But we can stop by. Just close enough. Besides, once we do that, then that'll be one more task totally completed. Job well done, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, uh, Yonders. I feel like they need like a ditty. So you guys head to Yonders? Yeah. You need a ditty? Yeah, for Yonders. Like, head over to Yonders. Hooray. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was thinking like a quick like screen, uh, screen wipe. Like, <laughs> 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 
You're listening to Horn Rock Radio, sponsored by <laughs> Yonder's Outfitters. And then they go into like a little ditty. A jingle? There we go. <laughs> Same thing. It's my favorite shop in the Amber Rush. <laughs> Alright. Leaving uh, the Brown's Trumpet. Um, Eric, having already paid for your rooms uh, for that evening, what, one of which was vacant until Kaya moved into it. <laughs> After no. the no. she moved into Eric's room. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> but the room's paid for along with a fine bottle of wine, which I'm assuming I drink. You drank the whole okay. thing. Okay. Um, you guys head out into the busy streets of Horn Rock. Can somebody please roll a d12 for me? Okay. Oh, this happened last time and I got really excited about it. Four. Oh, it's a chance to see if we get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a six and all that matters. Four. Four right. it is. Did we get murdered? You guys stand outside lightning strike. Bam! <laughs> I was thinking of murder. It bites off his head. Oh, well, I guess whatever. You guys head out onto the streets, um, and there's a fair bit of wind kind of kicking up throughout the city. Um, it makes traversing the streets somewhat difficult between the um, the dust and sand kind of kicking up from the ground and the surrounding area intermixed with the black smoke from the uh, brazier, uh, braziers that are lit uh, aflame throughout the city to provide some... Not Siri. <laughs> <laughs> the city to provide some milk. <laughs> That's what I, go away, Siri. Um, Plus, I think you're gonna get a lot dustier. I have my hand on Helmy's head. Kaya, could you poof him? I don't feel comfortable with him out here. I take my owl and I'm just gonna hold it like a stuffed animal for a little bit. <laughs> Where's where the owl? Yeah, it's all the <laughs> my owl griffin. Nice. So you make your way through the forge ward. Uh, past some of the mining industry and smithing, uh, around the wide multicolored dye pits uh, from which numerous kobolds sort of swing precariously from their ropes as they dip down into the dye and pull buckets back up. The wind and dust kicking around doesn't seem to have uh, waylaid any of the work that's going on throughout the city, and you eventually uh, arrive at the large mining warehouse that makes up Yonder's Outfitters and Trade Goods. Mel, who wants to go in? I mean... I mean... I suppose I should go in. This is where we drop off the goods. Bye. I'll go in with you. I told him you were coming. It'll probably be easier if I'm here. Is he too scary to go in with everybody? Not really, no. Okay. He seemed fine to me. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's waiting. Then in I go. Alright. You enter the large square building that seems to be built into the side of the mountain that flanks the edges of Horn Rock. Uh, gazing upon the vast quantity of various uh, grains and uh, goods that seem to have been stockpiled in this warehouse with workers moving about with 
hand carts and trolleys, um, scrolls and quill taking note of the various items that are stocked here. Uh, you go to the small office that is built off of uh, the far wall next to the mine entrance where you know many of these goods are kept deep below. And knocking on the door, you are greeted by the well-dressed, rotund Yonder, who sees Kai says, Well, hello again. Hi. Uh, this is this is Bless, the other member of our party we told you about. Greetings. When I say greetings, my eyes just turn white instead of black. <laughs> ah, yes. Another very interesting farmhand that you've brought to me. I told you she would be pretty recognizable. Well, I suppose you'll be wanting a payment then. Um, yes, that's what we came here for, so yes. Alright, then he ducks back into the office and comes out with a small sack of gold and puts it into your hand. And as you take it, he kind of, kind of grips your hand and says, Now your friends told me you were quite the worker. Would you be interested in uh, maybe working in my storehouse for some time? I'm the moment puppy dog eyes behind him. <laughs> <laughs> big puppy dog eyes behind him. I was looking back at Kaya and him. At the moment, there's a killer at large, and I feel more comfortable helping out my friends. Last time I left them for work, they almost died. Oh. Did you have a brush with Grizzle, then? Um, we did, actually. I don't know if you heard the commotion yesterday. Ah, yes. Two more polar souls cut down in that maniac's wake. Um, we were, we were nearby when it happened. It was terrible. Yes, he's quite the menace. Hopefully he will be brought to justice swiftly. That's my hope as well. And then at that point, hopefully you'll have even more workers here. If yeah. it is not me. Well, if you are ever in need some extra coin I paid very well for very well work. I'll keep it in mind, thank you. Um, I did have a question. I thought yesterday after we left, uh, I'd asked you where I might find um, small gems and things, and you were very helpful, but I thought of another thing that I'd been meaning to look for. Uh, is there anyone in town who sells things like paper or books? <laughs> How much paper are you looking for? Oh, I I would need to be able to carry it, unfortunately, not mm. not trying to outfit a keep or anything. I seem to believe that you deal in more bulk. Yes, if you were here for some wholesale paper, I might be able to help you. I'm afraid I can't go down into the mine for a few sheets. Apart. Oh, that sounds wonderful. If I should ever need a pallet's worth, I will definitely look you up. In the meantime, though, is there someone else that you could recommend? Well, uh, I would recommend the market stalls. They, they're open now, and um, while the number of merchants there has definitely dwindled in recent years, I'm sure you can find somebody with a few scraps of paper for sale. You've been very helpful, thank you. I always aim to please. Before you go, Bless, can I interest you in a galleon? I have one down in the mine for sale. Only 10,000 gold pieces. No, I'll be fine. You'd have to put it together yourself. Quite a bit of work. I don't think the people around would appreciate me having such an expensive piece. 
Oh, they would appreciate it when you're out on the high seas, having all sorts of adventures of taking on criminals as your game. Then there are many pirates in the <coughs> Sea of Pan who would fall by your steel. Well, I prefer to use a quarterstaff, I'm sorry. But if there's ever a need for high sea travels, I may appear. Because putting together a ship is something I've not done yet. Quite the challenge. Challenge, quite the work. Yes, well, you know where to find one if you ever need one. Just putting the mental note in her head, just only need this much gold. <laughs> the ultimate Lego set. Is this Sieves camp? Well then, I must be going. So must we. Yes, leave all tasks to do. I hope you have a wonderful day. I bid you adieu when he slams the door. <laughs> Get that yesterday too. While they're in there, um, yeah. <clears throat> did we 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 got kind of close to Yenders while we were chasing Grizzle? Uh, you kind of would have cut through the middle of the Forge Ward because you oh, kind of came okay. off the main road and then you basically cut through the center of that district just to kind of the very edge of it before you lost his trail. Yeah, but while you guys have been outside, the wind has kicked up quite intensely and people are now kind of scurrying about with cloaks draped over their faces or rags pulled over the mouths of the workers that remain outside. Um, it seems that a slight sandstorm has kicked up in the city. <clears throat> so are you guys? I, I don't know if you guys actually have like stuff to help weather sandstorms at all. I have some children's clothes <laughs> that I'm wearing. Just tear off a piece of my clothes and just hand to you to put over your face. No, nothing about me. <clears throat> Alright, and you guys exit Yonders to find a sandstorm whirling about the city, cutting down your visibility quite a bit. You know this is a perfect murdering weather, right? Is there a specific weather you're murdering? Low visibility? I don't know, two people died yesterday and the visibility was fine. Yeah, it just means that So what, like five could die now? Maybe, I don't know, I'm just saying. Is it like a tenfold thing, or twenty people are gonna die? Yeah. Before we ever work sure. it out for us then. So, uh, just keep your eyes open. You know, a little harder, but... I think I'd rather keep them closed for a little bit. So I wander over to the kobolds. The kobolds in <coughs> the sky pits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to like, get their attention. I don't know if they can hear me over the wind, but... Yeah, they're, I mean... The dive pits themselves are some, like, it's pretty clear that whatever buildings were there have kind of been cleared away. There's wooden scaffolding that's sort of built up over them. Um, there are sort of some dirt and sand patches that are fairly wide that go between the scaffolding and the dive pits. There are uh, three kind of massive ones, one red, one blue, one yellow. Okay. Um, and you can see that many of the kobolds are kind of scurrying down off of the scaffolding um, and trying to make their way for cover uh, in the midst of the storm. Um, when you say they're making their way to cover, you're talking about just like... They're, sort of like they're getting off out. the scaffolding. Yeah, they're just okay. getting out of... Um, I'll try 
I'll just try and stop one and like follow it over to one of the any sort of like cover it can find. Okay, you follow um, one that seems to be um, pursuing a group of his friends who have kind of tucked off into an alleyway, and there's like four of them sort of huddled between these two barrels, kind of getting a bit of a windshield from the sand that's flickering about. Uh, sorry to bother you, but I, I just was wondering, why would anyone want to kill you? <laughs> and they kind of all tense and look at you. What? Because Grizzle the Fury killed one of your comrades yesterday. I'm trying to find out why anyone would target you. Uh, they just kill. He just kills anybody. Okay, so there's nothing weird that you guys noticed before your friend was. Except, we heard a guy. One of them got his head bit off. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty weird. We didn't see it. We just heard about it. I see. I I do have one more question though. <laughs> Um. <laughs> what is there anything or anything special about the dye? It makes things colored. Just anything about those colors, or is they just the easiest to make? They just popped up from the ground. Well, that's kind of that's neat. I don't know dye coming from the ground like that. Yeah, neither did we, but we just. We go down the rope, we scoop it in a bucket, we bring it back up, we put it in the bigger bucket. Okay. D&D Beyond thinks I'm a Modron. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it right if I stay here with you guys? Kind of push a barrel <laughs> over a little bit, all four of them, and say, yeah! That was the same with the kobolds. <laughs> okay. We've lost Lex. <laughs> Day 43, they still have not noticed. <laughs> What do you think? Should we wait until this is over, or try to push onward to the keep? Well, we might as well head to the keep. We're not getting anything done standing here squinting our eyes. I doubt anyone's going to be out at the merchant area, either. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, there seems to be some decent walls up there. Maybe the sandstorm isn't as bad. Up a little higher, too. Sand can't blow up. Sail floats. Sail floats. Only one way to find out. Fun fact, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's raining sand. Wait, where'd Lex go? I used thaumaturgy to boom out Lex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry guys, I gotta go. Alright, alright, be careful. Hey, get off. You too. <laughs> right. you guys sorry guys, I was making friends. A worthwhile endeavor. Just not in this weather. They don't know why uh, Grizzle wants to kill him, though. It sounds um, random. Who? The um, the guy killing people. No, who'd you talk to? Oh. <laughs> no, the kobold. Oh. Okay. They were the ones with the die. They said the die comes from the ground. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know the die did that. Me neither. Hmm. Movement. I don't want to be in this weather anymore. Oh, this yeah. This is horrible. Oh, onward. There you go. Forward. Thank you. <laughs> North. North? Mm-mm. East. 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 I have the map. North. East. 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 Here you go, Kaya. Yes. What? To cover your face. Oh, I have a scarf. I can... Thank you. <laughs> the memory of... <laughs> <laughs> gift. <laughs> gifts. <laughs> <laughs> 
still fresh in her mind. Yes. All right. Please don't give me things. <laughs> I already gave her. I already traded my fish for a ring that she said she could, was useless. So. Didn't say it was useless. Gonna, like, I said you didn't need to trade your fish for it. Gonna like pick up a rock and give it to her, like a log. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Bunch of trash. Uh, you guys Blood make... stained tears are just on her face by the time we get to the top of the cliff. You guys make your way through the blinding sandstorm, which seems to at this point have intensified to the point where the streets are almost clear. Many of the braziers with fire have gone, been snuffed out by the wind. Um, luckily, getting to the manor, which is on the third level of the city, is as simple as getting to the main road that cuts through the center of town and heading east up the steps towards uh, the base of the mountains. You probably takes you about an hour or so walking through the city at a fairly slow pace. Uh, but eventually you do arrive at what is very clearly the Mindmaster Manor. It is a three-story manor that lies at the foot of a very steep cliff face that has massive jagged rocks protruding from the top. The walkway to the manor is made up of flat white polished stones among fine white sand that whips in the air. The manor itself seems to be carved into the cliff face itself as partially built from similar white stone as the walkway. The same type of white stone that you recognize from the two bridges that lead into and out of Horn Rock. Like the translucent? Yeah. Oh. Two large palm trees flank the main entryway near a large pond with ornamental boulders to the left, but the main path leads to a set of large wooden and iron-bound doors under a stone canopy. I think we go in there. Seems the place. Is there like a gate? Or there, the, the doors themselves are shut. Um, there are two large iron, round iron Knockers. Jump up and grab a swing on <laughs> you're, you're just kind of hanging there on that. <laughs> kick off the door. <laughs> Lex pulling your feet, kind of boom, boom. And the door kind of creaks open, and um, a horn rock guard. What, what is it? What do you want? Shielding his eyes from the. Well, you've business with sand. the mind master. Yeah, alright, fine. Get in. I'll ask questions when you get in. Thank you, thank you. Russian. Uh, I'm not Russian. I'm Russian. <laughs> you can walk as slow as you want. <sighs> with your little I legs. He was making a nationality joke. <laughs> I heard the G. You guys enter the manor with the large, heavy wooden door <clears throat> slamming behind you. As you brush off the dust and sand that covers you, the guard sort of looks you up and down, a pristine-looking tiefling and some oddly dyed other characters, and says, Now, what business brings you to the manor? We have this map that we found. There's... I suppose we start at the beginning. Uh... We came here from Kavorka. 
You're Marcus's friend. Yes. He came and told you. Good. Yeah, no, it's it's made its rounds. We've So to make a long story short, we had this map with this mine noted mm-hmm. on it that the Grung had delivered the stolen oil to, and we're wondering if you had any information on it. Well I know that the uh, I was told if you showed up to uh, show you to the mine master, so I'm just gonna do that. Works for me. He leads you through the stone building. You've entered essentially into a long stone hallway where there is a fine <coughs> red rug stretching uh, down the hall to another set of heavy wooden doors. Uh, the entire place seems to be made up of this white semi-translucent stone. As you walk, you notice in the manner that there are many pedestals and areas of the walls that look as if they once hung tapestries and the pedestals maybe once held statues, but they have since, many of them, sit empty. Your feet make loud clacking noises despite the rug that you walk on on the hard stone floor and you enter into the main throne room. As you enter, the throne room has high vaulted ceilings and an opening where a skylight is. Wooden tables long and large, flank the area where dwarves sit behind scales, scrolls, gems, and small piles of coins. However, their focus is not on the work at their tables. They're focused on a performance taking place before the throne, which is a grand seat carved of stone with high arms and a mural of Krantos, the dwarven figure depicted in the massive statue in the center of town. Seated in the throne is a middle-aged dwarf with a thick blonde beard and bushy eyebrows. To even from this distance, you can see, you would barely be able to see his eyes or mouth from the fullness of his facial hair. He wears gold and blue thick robes and an elegantly carved stone band around his head. Drawing the attention of presumably the mind master and those in his court is a jester in a black leather bodysuit and red floppy hat. He's whirling sticks of fire into the air, deftly somersaulting on the floor before leaping up and catching them in his hands and his mouth. The room breaks out into courtly applause at the performance. The jester bows deeply, but not before flames erupt from his buttocks, causing him to panic and pat them out, causing smoke to throw from his backside, much to the joyous laughter of all of those in attendance. The mind master, the last one clapping, says, You did really good there, Wally. 
fine performance indeed. <laughs> and Wally bows and sits in a chair far off to the side from the throne. Nah. Who have you brought me here? Please, present yourselves. As the Mind Master gestures to you all to approach the throne. Just watch for anyone else to walk for, because I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> yeah. Walk up that I'll way. Walk. <clears throat> I'll be behind. You are Drumbo Brust Dust Knuckles? Yes. It's hard for my cobo mouth. Aye, <laughs> that I am. I'm Drumbor Dust Knuckles, the mind master of Hornrock. I. We have news and questions from Kavorka. And he stops and he kind of snaps his fingers, and you guys see in the this tall, kind of gauntly slim human with a long nose and bushy black eyebrows uh, who wears a, a gold cap kind of tight to his head, his hands tucked into his robes, approaches and whispers. Says, Aye. You're the ones that saved one of my soldiers, are you? Yes, indeed. Did Marcus make it back okay then? Yeah, he's in the garrison resting up. Good. I want to extend my thanks from the throne of the Mind Master and all the people of Horn Rock to what you did to bring one of our boys home. It is greatly appreciated. Now, here you are before me. Sounds like you may have a question. Yes, well, first an apology for our appearance. We had a scuffle with old Grizzle yesterday. Mm. Die card exploded in our vicinity, but nothing much came of it on our end, I suppose. As you bring up the name Grizzle, there's kind of like murmurs and like, like kind of almost like growls and like kind of hisses under their breath at the mention of the name in the court. Yes, indeed. We gave chase to the beast, but to no avail. <clears throat> we're sorry that we were unable to prevent him from harming another in the city. Well, you can't always get all the ore in the mine. Sometimes just a few cartloads will do. I appreciate the effort. But, yes, in Kavorka we found... Well, outside of Kavorka, we found a map with a mine listed on it. Uh, we went to that place, but it had been sealed up and marked with, I'm guessing, a insignia of some sort, company or something. And we're wondering if you could tell us how to get into the mine, and it might lead us to what had got the grung all riled up. So that's all you seek is some information, then? Yes. Is there more to seek? Or is there more that you wanted to give us? He just kind of snaps his fingers again, and you see the wispy fellow uh, grab. He's in over one shoulder. He has a kind of wooden podium, and tucked under his arm is this massive 
leather-bound book, and he scurries up to the throne and places it in front of the uh, um, the mind master and puts the book in it. Mm. Oh, oh. Reaches into his pocket, pulls out some little glasses, puts them on his nose. Please tell me the eyebrow hair is still underneath the glasses. Oh, you can't. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's basically like just like you're not even sure like where his eyes are. It's and a little like, cousin it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You said you have an insignia. Bring it forward. Give it to the Stedman. And the wispy fellow reaches out his hand and. I drew it on the map, but yeah. I didn't draw it on the map. Yeah. He has the drawing, but it's yeah. on the map. Yeah, I know what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 thank you. He approaches and tries that. Ah. That's an old one. Gems. He starts kind of flipping through the book. The Stedman approaches you and says, It may take several minutes for the Mind Master to find the insignia on the information you're looking for. May I interest any of you in a, uh, a refreshment or perhaps a launderer? Kind of looking you all over. Okay. Yeah, we were gonna go to the market, but we assumed with the weather there won't be much there, so... Yes, well... That's refreshments then? Please. Yes, please. A room to tidy up? Hmm. We'll see. And he goes off to get some refreshments for you, and the rest of the people and the all dwarves, um, you can kind of hear the clinking and um, shifting of metals and scales and the scrawling on parchment, um, the accounting of horn rock taking place in the royal court around you as you stand at the foot of this stone throne waiting for the mind master to flip through the many pages I'm going to self-consciously cast prestidigitation like starting on the bottom and just trying to clean up as much as possible while we're waiting and kind of looking at the book and kind of being self-conscious and kind of looking at the book I'm standing behind Kaya because this kind of work intimidates me Probably just looking at the tapestries and the uh, stuff for Prontos. The so the the room you can see there are there's one massive tapestry, probably thirty feet by thirty feet along one of the walls, but the other spaces are void of similar um, fixtures. Uh, but several minutes later, the Stedman arrives with uh, glasses of chilled water for you all. And giving out the glasses, he says, I don't mean to be rude, uh, but I am afraid that the quarters of the mine master manor are relegated simply for nobility, and we must uphold the traditions of the house. Bless can I that that does? Mm. <laughs> okay. Take the glass of water, thanks. Sipping the water. I'll put the glass back down after finished. So, I take it that you were all farmhands in Kavorka, is that correct? We did a stand there. Yes, as many do. 
going above and beyond for the city does merit special rewards. My master does not typically divulge the information from the mining tome to commoners, let alone outsiders. So I hope you understand the gravity of the reward that you are receiving for your service. We're just trying to better serve the people of Kavorka. And it is also appreciated. And he takes his place kind of back by the side of the throne. And he says, nope, nope. I got it. I got it right here. Here it is. Yep, all right. Uh, And he kind of snaps and says, nope. Scurries back up there. And he whispers to him and instead scrolls some things on a scroll and rolls it up. He says, I have given you the information that you need. And again, Hornrock thanks you for your service. Thank you for everything you've been able to give us. Just kind of reading the room. (laughs) And the seven hands you the scroll. I forgot to write out the, the thing, but... Are you guys reading it there, or taking it with you? I'll, I'll go up and take it and kind of shoo everyone out. Okay. Well, not shoo, but like, gesture everyone out. Alright. Can we still hear the sounds of the wind and everything outside for the dust storm? It's, uh, you can hear, there's kind of like air swirling above, over the top of this, um, uh, skylight, um, so you can guess that it's still probably whirling about. Could I see any of the book over his shoulder? Uh, you were standing, like, before him. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was, the back of it was just to you. <laughs> Damn. I mean, the way it sounded, <laughs> it kind of sounded like a ledger more than anything else. Your point? Alright. Alright. Don't say it. Uh, so, I assume there's guards at the entrance to this room? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, as we're leaving, uh, to the guards. Uh, are the, is there a waiting room down near the gate or something we can, you know, sit through the weather and wait for it to leave before we head out? You guys saved Marcus's ass. You can hang out. Do it by the front door. Gotta keep up appearances. Of course. Of course. Alright. Oh, we're not going back then? I don't want to go out in this weather. There's okay. no point in leaving just yet anyway. No one will be any of the places we need to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there seems to be a guard who's just kind of like chilling on a chair. Like, waiting by the door. Um, You guys are in the somewhat cavernous sort of um, opening. The hallway sort of tees off by the main door where you entered and then continues forward to the uh, throne room where you all just were. Um, So we're far enough away from them that they can't hear us anymore. We're just... Yeah. Okay. Uh, So yeah, well, I guess sit down and bust open the scroll. Yeah. Um, off to the corner, there's sort of a, um, a small fountain, uh, 
that is got this sort of ornate collection of not real gems, but relief gems kind of carved into the wall. And there's a spigot of water that sort of shoots out into the pond. And there's a lip there that you can very easily all, if all five of you want to sit on, you can. Alright, I guess I'll sit on the fountain. Okay. Going over there. Well? What's it say? The scroll. It says. It says that you. The symbol belongs to the Clapper Stash Gem Mine. A now a long defunct and abandoned gem mine that is about two hours outside of town along, uh, if you go the way of the southern bridge. Holy crap. That's a big mine. <laughs> so this has gems too. That's what you needed. Well, if it's long defunct, there probably aren't very many left. Well, I mean, I don't... This would be more if I knew... And we're still in earshot of, like, one of the guards, right? He's kind of... He's probably about 25, 30 feet away, but he kind of snaps to attention out of his chair when he hears footsteps coming down the hall and coming around the corner uh, from the uh, way that leads to the throne room is the Stedman, again, with his hands kind of tucked into his cloak. He says... I would like to apologize for the uh, frankness and bluntness of the Mind Master in his delivery of your uh, reward. He is a uh, somewhat curt and prideful individual, not one to reap heavy praise or one to look wavering before outsiders in his court. I am the Stedman. I am the counselor and right-hand man to the Mind Master. And I offer myself of service to you should you require anything more within reason while you are on Horn Rock. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Was the information provided to you satisfactory? Well, it's certainly interesting. It's a very large mine. Yes, the Clapperstash gem mine was one of the original and most profitable gem mines in the region. Its mines expand through all, all throughout the area. Now, you tell me Grung were looking for this mine? No, they had found it. Or they, they had found a map to it. Well, or they were given instructions to it. They're making a delivery there. Yes. There's not much that we really know. one of the sealed up entrances. Hmm. A back door, it seems. Yes, you will find that there are remote back entrances to many of the mines in an event of a collapse or a problem that might require quick Is- escape for the workers. Is there a certain way to get into them from the outside, or are they...? Well, the Clapperstash mine has another entrance as soon as I pull up that page. (laughs) (laughs) 
He pulls out his iPhone and just starts scrolling. I was gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He probably has his own book. The main entrance to the mine is two out two hours outside of Hornrock via the Southern Bridge. However, I am aware of another entrance that is uh, a bit further than that. Uh, any other entrances, uh, I'm afraid, have been lost in the records. But we know of the entrance that is not far outside of the city. The other, a little bit more reclusive, is about a two-day journey from the city. South, north? It's along the only road. Uh, it would be south. So you guys go up like this. So there's the two bridges, the north bridge that you came in on, and then there's the south bridge that leads, I mean, out of Horn Rock. Um, and according to the information that you have, coordinates more or less. Um, the main entrance is off of the main road. Um, the secondary entrance, uh, from what the Stedman tells you, is one, it won't be on the main road. It will be somewhat off, um, sort of through some of the canyons and the collapsed roads areas of mining days since past. However, there is, uh, there is something about the Clapperstache mine that has piqued the interest of the mine master. So it is interesting that you bring with you the information that you do. Is it some of them of those weird smiley folk? Well, the gem faithful, as they call themselves. There has been, there's a group of acolytes from the temple of Grengaris, the god of light, who have come into town in the past week or so, asking questions about the mine and disappearances related to the gem faithful who currently occupy the area around the main entrance of the Clapperstache Mine. They all new here. What was that? Are they all new here? Ah, the Jim Faithful, from what we understand, have been around for a year or so. I'm afraid we don't know much. I'm not sure if you're aware, but Horn Rock does not have the best reputation when it comes to religious tolerance. And there's been a very strong policy of live and let live for religious practice practitioners of all stripes in Horn Rock since Drumbo has taken over. The clerics of Grengaris sought help in investigating the disappearances that some say are related to the Gem Faithful. However, Drumbor. And he kind of looks at the guy and then he says, You may leave your post. Come back in 15 minutes. Stands up and kind of walks away. Now, you've all done quite a bit for Horn Rock already. But you 
you seem capable, particularly for outsiders, which in this type of area is hard to come by. Most are just a bunch of sunburnt wanderers and drifters. But if you were able to quietly, independently assist the Acolytes of Light <coughs> with investigating these disappearances and shall we say, bring this situation to a fitful resolution, then the Mindmaster would see that as a very personal favor. You mean with the Gem Faithful? Yes. Got it. It sounds like there are a few things that we can do to help the city while we're here. Speaking of, this whole Grizzle fella, anyone have any clues on where he hides out or...? Our best guess is that he takes up a refuge in the vacancy, as the miscreants of this city often do. It's a rather large place, anything beyond that? North vacancy? South vacancy? I'm afraid we have very little information. Just this morning we sent a small contingent of soldiers into the vacancy to try to sweep the area and look for information. And I await their report back. However, I know very little at this point. But I should caution you, venturing into the vacancy is not without its perils. And even the Mind Master has very little control over what goes on there. It is not something we are proud of, but it is just a reality of our current situation. Um, the mine, uh, the Clapper Stash mine? Yes. Uh, it's huge. Is there, is there a, a map of it anywhere? Where we came out was days from here. Even if we were to try to get to the back entrance, I'm not I'm not sure how we'd find it even if we got in. The Clapistache mine is well over a thousand years old. We might not have to find the entrance that we found. I mean, if we go in there, whatever is coming in and out wasn't using that entrance. Uh, that's where the delivery was to be made too. Yes, I Someone don't think was that, going to there. I don't think that's how they're getting in and out, though. And somebody <clears throat> was opening the door from the inside. Yes, which means they're going in and out somewhere else. Mm, it gives the, us a direction. Either way, having some kind of idea of what it looks like on the inside. If there's one available. Seems somewhere. a bit old. I'm afraid I do not have a map of the mine itself. It was worth a try. Maybe we'll get lucky in around one of the shops. I would suggest seeking out the Acolytes of Light. As far as I understand, they made their way out to the Clapperstash Mine main entrance not but a week ago to investigate the disappearances that they came up here looking into. I must strongly advise you that you not let 
anybody know of the Mind Master's involvement of the information that I am giving you? I'm sure you have seen some of the groups around the city. Recently, the Temple of Aknara has been endeavored to be rebuilt by some of the priests of that order, and we have tried to establish quite the level of religious tolerance, perhaps to a fault, but that is the Mind Master's decision, and it is not mine to judge. So, anything that goes awry with this endeavor will go awry squarely on your shoulders. However, like I said, the rewards that you can reap, a personal favor from the Mind Master, can go quite away in Hornrock. So no bread. Hmm? No rye? You just don't want bread? <laughs> I'm afraid rye went extinct in this area a long time ago. <laughs> but I don't see things going awry. <laughs> <laughs> things are very wheat here. <laughs> oh, no. Find ourselves in a bit it's of just a regular old town. <laughs> oh, no. Is it a pumpernickel made with rye? I don't know. <laughs> Tell me where uh, you've been in town now for a night. Yeah. Where are you staying? Uh, and then there was like glass jars outside. They were all colorful and brown something. Oh no, Brown's that trumpet. was it. Yeah. The rusted trumpet. No, no, that was the right place. The bronze the trumpet. No, I know that's the right place. I was trying to see how well he knew his town. But <coughs> I, thought, I thought we were staying at Kratos Corner. No. Nope. nope. Uh, the bronze trumpet, the, uh, the site of the Merry Ones incident, <coughs> if I'm not mistaken. You know, I was going to ask you about that. I'm back to just playing in the fountain. <laughs> Splashing around. Throwing coins in. I'm, I was actually wondering if there was anything in there. Nah, it's empty. Um, I'm still playing in the fountain. Mechanical I, fish. I take it you've got more. some kind of report of the attack that happened there yesterday. Yes, we heard that there was an attack and two of the merry ones were slain in the process. And Quite I a tragedy. it was you, your party, that drew their ire. Yeah, does that, um, do they come here often? Who, where, where are they from? That I don't know. All I know is that late last night they were seen leaving the city. As far as I know, the only merry ones left in Hornlock are the ones that we threw down a deep mine shaft but this morning. Which is fairly easy. One way to bury a dead. Lots of holes in the area. Has that... Has anything like that ever happened before? Problems with cults? Well, I mean, in, in a more, like, general Murders. sense. <laughs> yes, but I mean, specifically, specifically with the Merry Ones. No, they came into town as quickly as they left, it seems. And it happens... Yearly? <laughs> this was the first I've been aware, although they made trouble, and that's why I've heard of them. I suppose it's possible they've 
been here before. Yeah, they could have been doing this for decades, and you're the first one to <laughs> try to look a gift horse in the mouth. There are numerous, well, let's say, fringe religious orders operating in the city. We try to keep them in check while decades <laughs> length, maybe even centuries. Yeah. My advice would be to just steer clear of them from now on. Avoid cults sounds like some really good advice. Wait, wait, no. no we except for go. the one. Every cult except for the one we have to... Well, just don't piss them off and you'll be fine. This is going to be a long week, I can already tell. Yep. So, splash, splash. <laughs> so you said that... Uh, if we had need of something, we could ask? Yes. Within reason. Of course. Um, since the merchants probably have no shops set up, if we gave you a list of supplies that we needed before we head down into a mine of unknown depth, would you be able to procure those for us? What are you looking for? Uh, basic supplies, uh, some changes of clothes for all of us. I see you've been near the dye pits. Uh, no, actually, a wagon exploded that was full of dye. It's quite the spectacular sight. Our clothes are another casualty of. Christmas We've had a very day. busy couple days. Well, you all afternoon. seem to be a uh, we, magnet for yes. current events and all. We have rock. a certain gravity for trouble, it seems. I have noticed that. I think it's her fault. Please don't blame Kaya for this. New clothes. Some rope, maybe? You got any rope? Rope's always uh, handy. A lantern? We don't need a lantern. We don't need a lantern? Uh, we don't. Well, don't I think a lantern's probably lantern. a good idea. What's wrong with lanterns? I have a torch. Are you scared of lanterns, too? No, I am a lantern. That's a weird thing to say. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you watched me make light. Yeah, but you're not a lantern. You're an elf or something, right? Not all elves can make light. I don't think all elves can make light. Those elves the other night were making pretty light of you. We're going to talk about this later. Boo. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Kaya, about that. You're talking about using magic, right? Yeah. Can we keep you know it maybe down works. to... Uh, we have mundane options for light. Why don't we use them? Not blind the poor kid. Stab his eyes out with your magic needles. My magic! Uh, guys, can we keep a focus on hand here? We're trying to figure out what to buy, right? A lantern. Can we just provide you a list and you can choose which to provide us or not? If you provide me a list, I will ensure that... We'll pay you, of course, for it. ...goods are delivered to the bronze trumpet. I thought it was the rusty trumpet. No. It's bronze. Definitely bronze. I know. Definitely bronze. <laughs> Don't think that wasn't my first draft. <laughs> uh, but we had a real winner with a rusty trumpet. Ellie, I can't believe I have to say this, but don't be rude. Rude? Who am I being rude to? This man in his fine city. We found almost nothing but hospitality here. I told him I would pay sound. him. No, calling the... Never mind. What are we thinking? So thanks for your time. <laughs> yes. Provide me, ensure a list of what you require. Gets back to the manor. 
and you can expect a delivery from Yonder's post-haste. Uh, we'll provide one before we venture out into this wonderful, inclement weather. Before you go, do you know the origin of that saying? Post-haste? <clears throat> See, my thoughts on it were orcs would entrench or their oncoming orc horde, and people needed to entrench themselves quickly, so they had to put up posts as like a fence very hastily, and that's what okay. it means. This conversation seems to have made a strange turn, and I will bid you all farewell. Please uh, provide me with a list as soon as you deem adequate, and I will ensure that those goods are delivered to you promptly. Post haste. Thank you very much, and farewell. I'll bow my head really, really low. And Thank you. Kind of bows and heads back into the throne room. I don't think he knows the origin of post-haste either. Right. I don't believe the story. What story? About orcs. Well, that's my... That's Our my... Palm. <laughs> it's like a foot. A wolf by feet are wet. <laughs> Deep enough for you to drown yourself in because of this conversation? Are your socks wet? <laughs> yes, if I was wearing any. What are socks? If I was wearing has a guard come back to a station? Not yet. Yeah. You guys are... By ourselves. Yes. By a felon. So, uh, Kaya, do you have a piece of paper and a quill? I do, but we really do need to find someone I can buy a little more from. We can put it on the list. That would make too much sense, really. There's somewhere. <laughs> and to answer your question, Ella, I do have rope. Yes, I, I do. What do you need it for? I'm just gonna write down the list. Yeah. So we can leave it here before we leave. My bag and get out. Shopping episode. Are you guys gonna come up with what you want? Because I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Why don't we break? Yeah, okay. We'll yeah. Break. Yeah. We will take a short break and we will be right back with our shopping list. Not a very good break for us. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Duck, Duck, Dice. We are back from a brief intermission. Our heroes are in the mining city of Hornrock in the Halcyon Plateau. They have just uh, held court with Drumbore Dustknuckles, the mine master of Hornrock, uh, where they received information about the mysterious mining sigil uh, that they discovered on a... Uh, mine entrance um, that they believe may lead uh, to whatever caused the Grung incursion in Kavorka. Um, they have spoken with the Stedman, the main counselor, to the mine master and uh, have been told about a mission to investigate a mysterious cult known as the Gem Faithful whom it is known that some mysterious disappearances circle around. Um, and you guys got some loot. Not yet. You got a list, a grocery list of items that will be provided to you. Including, but not limited to, one dart. One dart. They're <laughs> <laughs> waiting for Amazon Prime to deliver it to yeah. us. Yeah, they don't have one-day shipping in this, in Horn Rock. 
So you have written down your list of desired items that the Steadman said would be provided to you uh, for your assistance and continued assistance with the uh, affairs of Hornrock. Uh, you give that to the guard that has now since returned. Oh, he did? Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. hand it over. Okay, like, yeah. Hey, uh, could you give this to the Steadman, please? Yeah, I'll, Thank I'll you. make sure it gets to him. Much obliged. Do you know what post haste means? Where it comes from? He's kind of rolls his eyes. <laughs> I was around the corner. I wasn't that far away. <laughs> so you don't know? I don't think the Steadman knows either. This is Allies' true yes. quest. <laughs> so, so, where where post 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 so where to next? The etymology of post um, We open the door. How's the yeah. weather? It is still a blistering sandstorm. So Has it subsided at all? Do you want to guys want to go back to the inn? Or I think we should just head back there. Yeah. Or do we want to head out and like go? Well, now? we could go to the temple I was working at. Nope. I, do, you, do you said something about them knowing something about Grizzle? Yeah, and um, Melvin, the person I was working under, um, he's talked to the Temple of Light, the followers of Light. I haven't met them personally, but he's spoken with them. Perfect, let's go see what he has to say about them and what he has to say about Grizzle. Just know about Grizzle. They've heard the same... They're aware of Grizzle and okay. heard the same rumors. Not necessarily, uh, from what you know, at okay. least, that they have information on Grizzle. Maybe we should just walk the vacancy. Uh, on the way, is there any way we could chance stop by Luxor's Gem Emporium? Yes, of course. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we have nothing know. else to do. I don't know if they'll be open in the storm, but it's enclosed, sounds like, so it's worth a shot, maybe. I feel like with this weather, it's probably going to be more fruitful than the vacancy at the moment if they're all going to be just hiding even further inside. I prefer not to be out in this all day. If we can go to places that are enclosed, it would be much appreciated. If you're looking for Luxors, it's uh, on the same level okay. as the manor over by the Emerald Towers. Well, let's go. The closest we're going to be, it sounds like. I try to push the door open. <laughs> he says it's, it's a it's, it's a pull. Flex <laughs> <laughs> is <just> like. <laughs> Seems strange for a manor house to have a door open in, but who am I one to question? <laughs> and you walk out. <laughs> it's got reversible hinges, <laughs> depending on the weather. <laughs> I'm just like, if someone attacks, you would want your doors to open out so that the whole door jam is there to hold the door closed. Or, and they, or they go to like battery and ram it and you go, It's a gotcha door. <laughs> and then you dump oil underneath the door. <laughs> Alright, you guys make your way out into the whirling sands and dust uh, that has taken over the city of Hornrock making your way towards the Emerald Tower District, which is on the northern point of the third tier of the city. Um, as you approach, you can see the silhouettes of what look to be four to five story buildings, uh, four of them closely tucked together. 
Um, upon further investigation, making your way through the sandstorm, you can see why they are called the Emerald Towers. Uh, while not green in their original nature, there's, these buildings seem to be plated with copper that has since patinaed to a dull green color. But tucked at the base of those Emerald Towers is Luxor's Gem Emporium, a small but elegant-looking little boutique. Going in? Yeah, all of us. Pile in, out of the storm. Yeah, if it wasn't stormy, I'd stay out since i wearing children's clothes, but... I mean, that's a soft you have them. <laughs> Probably should have. <laughs> if we fashion the children's clothes, you're fine. Entering the, the stout building, mini uh, <laughs> you enter and quickly close the door behind you to shield yourselves from the blistering winds. The shop floor itself is not large, uh, but there is a short wooden countertop, finely polished, behind which, sitting on a stool, loop in his eye, is a small something. What is he? Uh, An old dwarf uh, in fine clothes, um, peering at a small... Small, maybe an acorn-sized diamond uh, oh. in a uh, in a vice grip. Behind him are um, shelves of gold and jewelry, and he looks up and pulls out his loop and says, "Oh, I didn't think anyone would be coming in today, given the inclement weather." We just happen to be in the area. And he kind of looks and says, Well, this isn't a public shelter. You are more than welcome to find a building in the vacancy if you're just looking to get out of the weather. And he goes back to his, looking at his gem. No, forgive our appearance. We've had a, a rough a rough couple of days. We were actually here to browse. There was ah. something I was looking for. Well, customers, excellent then. Come in, please, please. I, uh, I am Luxor, the proprietor of this fine establishment. Tell me, are we looking for some jewelry today? Perhaps you have some gems you would like to trade. Um, I'm not looking to trade so much. I was I was wondering if anything in your inventory was uh, a, a, a small pearl. Do you happen to have any pearls? Let me see what I have. I think I can find what you're looking for. Any particular color, my dear? N- no, no, um, any, any pearl. Color is fine. All right then. And he you can try and trade that ring I found. He goes back uh, behind the uh, some of the shelves, and you can hear things rustling about. Uh, he emerges with a wooden sleeve that he slides the top off, and you can see that there are six very beautiful pearls, ranging in colors from a pastel pink and blue to uh, a dull yellow. He says, would any of these suit your fancy? Well, they are, they are all gorgeous. Um, how, how do they range in price? Well, what are you looking to spend? 
You'll find that Luxor can be very reasonable with uh, discerning customers. Um, oh, I got a bad feeling about this guy. Yeah, he's a jewel seller. They're all like this. No. Noted. Well, what is what is the the, the range? There's something in with general. like dealing with precious gems all day. That... Well, it happens a lot. I looking forward to be here. Could probably be part fine. with one of as these. As long as you're not just like fiddling with them all day. And he holds up uh, one of the blue ones and he says, "I've held on to this one for quite some time. You see, pearls are one of my favorites. I am weary to part with them, but." For the discerning customer, I could part with this for 120 gold pieces. Yes, uh, uh thank you. Um, I'll, I'll think about it for a few minutes. I'm looking for one specifically. I need to talk to my compatriots before I can make a purchase, though. Any of, any of you looking for a purchase, or just your friend here? My type of magic does not need gems, but... Yeah, gems do funny things to your mind. I don't want any part of it. But they do look pretty. Yes. Well, I ensure to only have the finest goods to uh, ensure that the, uh, the tenants of the Emerald Towers are as beautiful as the Halcyon Plateau itself. Cracked and dry and Kind of dusty. Well, I believe that you will find that the beauty of the Halcyon Plateau lies but beneath a small layer of dust in the dirt. I was just never really taught how to kill things with gems, so I think I'm good. Strange. What you just said. <laughs> Lex, it's not for killing something. What are they for? They're mostly decorative. The one I need isn't so decorative, though. I, I need it. Young man, if you're looking for weaponry, I, just, I would suggest you go to one of the lower tiers and search there for something of a more brutish nature. Oh, yeah, they're fixing my sword right now. What do you need? Well, I... I have a component for a spell that I'm I'm trying to find, but I didn't quite realize that it was going to be quite so expensive. I don't I don't have a hundred gold. Of course you have. It's a hundred and twenty gold, my dear. I'm whispering to my companions. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Is he deaf? He looks old. Eric, <laughs> <laughs> do you use gems to kill people? Yeah. What? Cool. Oh. I mean, I could probably use most anything to kill someone if I really wanted to. Could you use me? You got sharp teeth. Yeah, I don't you... use them that way, though. Pretty dangerous. Maybe you should in your try. Eric's right, like three times. Let me get like flex his eyes now. <laughs> things in your mouth. And... <laughs> anyway, the the problem at hand is that I only have fifty gold and it's hundred and twenty. But I, I need the spell to be able to figure out what the magic things that we've come into contact with are. I can do it a really long way, or I could do it quicker and a little safer. What's the long way? 
I sit down and I figure out what it is, taking a really long time to do it. I would rather be able to just know in case we're in a hurry or... I don't know how much I have, but you can have mine. I just I need to make sure I have enough just, for my sword. Yeah, leave me enough for a sling and some bullets. I mean... Some sling bullets. Like I said, you could also just trade that ring that I found. I don't know, looking at the ring, looking at the, the things around us, I don't, I don't know if it's of equal value, but I can try to trade it too. Maybe bring the price down a little. I only have 30 gold, but I'm not going to use it as much. I don't... I feel really bad taking anybody's gold. If I take it, it will be a loan, and I'll find a way to pay it back. Well, we can also wait till after we're out of the mine. I we'll be in... Yeah, we could find other gems then, too. I kind of, if I could, would really like to have it now. I told you, take mine. Lex has got it, but... How much gold y'all giving me? So I can give you 30. I can give you, what, 50? Well, not just shy of 50 so I can buy a sling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need that sling. Priorities. I need at least 30, I think, for the sword, so... I only need 50 overall, so... I'll just take 25 from both of you. Okay. No. It's you have 70? 120. I forgot the 20. I forgot the Haggling, 20. Haggle beer. I'm gonna try. I don't know if y'all noticed, Use your but my charisma. charisma on paper is good. Okay, so you have my 30. Okay. Uh, now I'm broke again. Perfect. <laughs> I think I have 10 gold in my... Wait until you remove a 5, then you're gonna pull money into me anyways. Uh, I have 5 gold, so... Are we doing 25 for me, Charles? Mm, that's what it's doing. I need 40 more gold. Take my 5. I took 30 from her, 5 from you. Sitting on his stool and kind of listening to you all talk, this is mm-hmm. fine that I will also deal in trade if you have the right sort of items that fit my particular wares. I'm just going to do this. I got this blanket. <laughs> Looks over his shoulder and goes back to him. <laughs> Covered in blood. <laughs> Here, I fashioned you another 40 gold. From yesterday. We have 64 between the two of us. Okay. That's now? Yeah. Damn. I was gonna feel bad. I was gonna wait for her to haggle before offering up my money, but I guess I don't need to. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to gather our coin before coming inside, but the weather. Um. It's best to count one's coin when you can see it. I I was afraid of losing it out in the storm, so. Um, I do like the look of this blue one. I think it's beautiful. Are Are you sure that? 120 is, is the best price. Would you be willing to lower it if I happen to trade in and I'll hand over the pretty ring from yesterday? Picks it up, it takes his loop and kind of pulls it out and it kind of extends down. He says, uh, <laughs> Well, for a little bit of polished steel and a, what is that, a dyed piece of glass. I'm sorry, my dear, I cannot accept this. Well, that was that was worth a try. I'm I'm sorry, Lex. Apparently I would have been better off with the fish. <laughs> do I have anything else? I don't think I do. <clears throat> no, I don't. Uh 
No, I don't have anything else in my inventory that would be worth trading, so. Make an offer, I guess? <laughs> because I think that we may end up returning several times. Is there any way I could get you to lower the price just a bit for return customers and promise of future? How much money do you have right now? Like, what are you trying to... I have enough to cover it. I just okay. want to see if I can get it lower. Okay. Uh, roll persuasion. It's a nat 20. Right. Uh, so 23. 23? Well, I believe that this pearl would look good on you if fashioned in the appropriate way. And I do enjoy making good deals for returning customers. I suppose I could do a hundred gold pieces. Well, that is very kind of you. I think that is a wonderful offer. And I'll pass over the hundred gold. We're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> And he takes the gold. Um, One day, maybe. Kind of quickly counts it. Pulls out a pouch from below the uh, from below the uh, the counter. Puts it in the bag, and you see him like slide his hand on the counter, and this hole opens up, and he just drops it in. Closes it. I'll uh, take the pearl, and I will press the digitate to just like polish it in front of him. Clean it off a little bit. Would you happen to? That's just a very fancy trick. I have got some fine silver that needs polishing if you are looking to make a little coin. On a gold basis. <laughs> well. Burnished silver? Uh, I don't deal in that, I say. <laughs> I suppose we could take just a little time while we wait for the weather to pass. Lex just rolls his eyes and walks outside. <laughs> <laughs> Standing out in the sand. Yes. Yeah. No, we're gonna head back to the brown trumpet. Congrats. We just never see Lex again. <laughs> I think I will actually stay for a few minutes. I can make my way back. I'll stay. I'll stay in case something. Oh, one, two for moral support, and two because I can need mending. Just, you know, just in case. Or since it's broken, I got this. Will anybody else be requiring anything? You, sir, you have a ring there. No, I'm good, What's thanks. Stuff? I've fallen on hard times, and this is the only thing that reminds me of my past. So uh, I can't afford any of your wares currently. Nah, it's too bad. Maybe another time. So, shall I lead you to my cutlery? Yes, of course. And he <laughs> leads you, um... To the back, um, says T2. Are you looking for work? I'm here to assist, but yes. Alright. No. Alright then. Well, I just ask that you please stay by the door and don't touch anything. Uh, as he turns around, I like put my finger on something. <laughs> There's nothing like out in a minute about like you're just like behind on the, the counter. counter. Just okay. on the counter. <laughs> a magic uh, mouth appears. <laughs> <laughs> as you do, and you move her, your hand, he he takes a rag on. <laughs> 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 uh, 
pouches it and waddles back. Uh, you guys pass by um, three different sort of rows of shelves covered in all sorts of various metallic and gold and silver trinkets and baubles um, locked within some glass cases. You can see fine necklaces and rings and earrings. Um, he takes you to a back room. Um, on the right side is um, a tall shelf filled with sort of like when you go into an antique shop and everything's just kind of shoved on a table and it's like still got some like dust and dirt and grime on it. Um, various uh, vases and urns and uh, silver cutlery and plates and things like that that are sort of just haphazardly stashed around on uh, this like seven foot tall, five foot wide shelf. Um, and uh, there are three chests uh, flanking the other wall. And he kind of points at the uh, the wares along the shelf, um, kind of ducks around a corner and comes back with a bucket of rags. Um, and he says, I think you might be needing these. Yes, I'm not as magic as Kaya here. Do you have anything broken? Are you? I can fix it. She has a few tricks of her own. <clears throat> I do have a music box that I've been... Just, I just haven't had the time to tune it up right. I can at least look at it, see what I can do. Right. Um, and he pulls that off the shelf and hands you to... It's a very simple wooden box, um, but when you open it up, there is gold filigree and inlay. Um, and the bottom is made of some sort of almost reflective glass and you can see this fine gold chain that connects from the lid down to um, a small mechanism that when you open it just kind of like goes Durr. I haven't been able to get the dawn thing working but if you polish up my wares and maybe fix this box I'll Give you each five silver. Can't be more than a few hours' work. Understood. Well, for you, maybe a bit shorter. I suppose we'll see how long it takes. So glad I'm in the front. <laughs> uh, when we get a second after we get to work, um, I'm gonna you know make a show up and press the digitate, trying to get it as clean as possible. Um, but then I'm going to also cast Detect Magic Okay. whilst I'm working. Okay. With your new pearl? And you guys no. are heading back to that's the bronze trumpet? Oh yeah, that's identified. Okay. And you are sitting out front. Um, are you, you're doing it as a ritual? I yep. No, you're just going to straight up cast yep. it? Okay. Um, nothing magical. Okay. Um... You're working on yep. the yeah. box. Can I figure? Can I see if I can figure out what's wrong with it? What kind of tools do you have available to you? Tools. My tools. hands. I have. Yes, my hands. Make 
I assume you're gonna want to try to do mending. Is that? See if there's anything like broken inside. Yeah. Okay. Um, kind of gently shaking the box, um, other than the loose chain that kind of dangles inside of it when it's closed, you can hear something kind of bouncing around within the mechanism. Okay. Um, so, you figure, I mean, going through all this stuff, like, there's quite a heap of stuff here. Um, you figure it will probably take you, um, because what, prestidigitation has one foot? Yeah, cubic foot. Cubic foot. Every six seconds. Yeah. Um, you actually, like, based on that, I would say probably take about half an hour to go through <coughs> every, every individual thing. Um, you cast Mending. Yeah, I'm going to try to cast Mending and see if okay. I can fix this. Make a... Because you're trying to kind of pinpoint where you think yeah. it is. Um, make um, just a general intelligence check. Can I help her figure it out? Sure. You're too busy. Give me a break. Yeah, don't forget your guidance. Too late. It's too late. Um, that is going to be a very flat roll of a 13. 13. Oh. I should have rolled. The hinge feels a little tighter, but there's still that kind of shaking going on. Okay. You're not able to kind of like, you're trying to visualize the mechanical components of this little music box that's in there. And it's, it's, it's this very tight little cube. And you can see all these little um, chains and um, gears and widgets and doodads kind of like tightly built into this box. It looks like a very intricate okay. sort of thing. Something that like a master jeweler or clockwork would have to tackle. Um, not something that folk magic, really, like, mending, would necessarily be able to fix. Yeah. Um, then I'll probably put it aside, and then as Kaya is going through and polishing things, I would start organizing them in. So oh, there's right. a pile of them. Okay. It's just like, yeah, it's gonna okay. fully tidy. Okay. About 15 minutes in to uh, your work so with... <laughs> um, again. Never again. Era, you are... Just sort of hanging out, and the door flies open, and um, let's see here. In strolls a human, about six foot four, a dwarf with a very large mouth, an, ath an athletic build probably a man in somewhere in his 40s. He wears fine leather and silk clothes, donning a black cape. On his hat he has a or on his head he has a wide-brimmed hat with a red feather flaring out of the top. At his side a finely polished scabbard with a rapier inside. And as he enters and slams the door, he sort of just stands in the doorway. And running out from the back comes Luxor. Oh, 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 you, you're, you're here. Okay, uh, um. All right. Uh, and he approaches the counter, and the man just kind of strides, and you can hear sort of like the metal fasteners of his boots sort of chink, chink, as he walks forward. 
and he like, slides yeah. forward like a spurs. pulling out yeah. from underneath his cloak. He slides forward a small wooden chest. He says, "I believe this is per our usual arrangement, Luxor." Yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. And you see Luxor take the chest and put down the heaving sack of money, which he puts in, oh, I forgot to mention, he has a long, curled black mustache and a small goatee from poking out from the bottom of his lip. As he turns, you just catch his eyes, which are these piercing blue color, and he just says, halfling, and strides back out. Luxor takes the box and opens the door, goes goes back to the, the back of the shop where you all are, opens the door where you're at, and says, uh, Ladies, can I please ask you to vacate the room for a moment? Oh, of course. Yes, please. Yes. Sorry. Yes. yes. Uh, thank you. And he goes back in here, behind him, and then you hear another lock go, and a, within a breeze, he is out. He says, all right, you may go back to your duties. Now, thank you. I looked at the work you've done so far, and I must say it is just, it's, it's pristine. Thank you. Oh, you're doing drugs. <laughs> uh, we should probably finish this part and leave. Yeah, we'll finish it as quickly as we can. All right. Uh, Another 15 minutes <coughs> or so passes. And of the cleaning and the organizing and uh, hailing Luxor, he returns and says, Oh my, this is, this is immaculate. You've all done fine work here. I apologize, I could not fix the music box, but things are organized, things are clean. I would have been extremely impressed had you fixed that box, but I appreciate the effort nonetheless. And what... Did we say, I believe we said three silver apiece? No, I believe it was five, sir. Ah, well then. Really, takes a little coin person. That's five for you, and five for you. I can own it. <laughs> One. Thank you for the work. Two. I assume I will see you in my store to uh, peruse my wares again, as you said earlier. Yes, they're lovely. I, I hope to be back shortly. Would you like me to look into any more pearls for you? I could perhaps fan... Um, what's the word? Uh, I'll put together a pearl <laughs> necklace for you. No, I, um, I like simple pieces. The one should be fine for what I'm looking for. Uh, I... I hope to be back later to look at the rest of your wares. This is all my business for today, though. Thank you. Fine by me, I thank you. Was the word fasten? Yes. Yeah, was, yeah, fasten together was what there I There we go. And, and for some reason, food was the only <laughs> word. That, fashion? Fashion. Um. Fashion or fat. Yeah, that was, it was like right in between there. And for some reason, I thought. No, I think food. food. Was a, what is the perfect word? For us? I will <laughs> food you a necklace. Exactly. You'll <laughs> um, feed num, you num, these num. pearls. <laughs> oh, that's Electro. That's not the one I wanted. All right. All right. Well, how into the storm then, I guess. Let's go. They should be back at the 
In my trumpet? Yes. That took us an hour to get up here? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get there by the time we get there. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Corn Rock is sort of a narrow but long city that sort of stretches up, built into the steps of the mountain. Eric, are you ready to go? I'm sorry you waited for so long. It's fine. It was quite interesting out here. Doesn't seem like it. You just have to know what to watch for. Well, All right. I wrap myself up. So you guys are about half an hour ahead of them. Um, you arrive at the bronze trumpet, which is actually quite full of dwarves and humans, dirty and dusty, that have, um, due to the inclement weather, taken shelter in the bronze trumpet and are cleaning off the refuse of the elements with mugs of ale in their gullets. Well, Lex, you want to go check on your sword, or...? Um... There's something I want to ask Kaya first before I do that. I don't think it's gonna... I think it'd just be a waste of time if we head there now. Alright, well let's get dinner and have a drink or two. Okay, that sounds like fun. We do that. Alright. Um... Food will cost you... Silver piece. Serving each. And, uh... Five copper for some ales. So, three silver. Alright. Look how fucking things work. (laughs) And you get what seems to be some sort of rice with a... A meat that, based on you eating it, tastes like it was probably once dried and has been somewhat reconstituted in some sort of... (laughs) broth or brine. It is, uh, it's not great, but it is food. So tough Swiss steak. <laughs> I have sharp teeth, as we discussed. <laughs> <laughs> there, fixed it. Cool. Then make it back to... Yep, I, was, I was just wondering if there's anything that you guys wanted to... <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to make sure that... When, when I tried to do the uh, currency... Because uh, I had everything in gold, I couldn't just remove three silver. Oh, I had to yeah. actually remove eight gold and add seven. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you could. Mm-hmm. Right, listen. So yes. Um, well, um, Ally, what are your thoughts on everything we've seen so far here? Well, these gem faithful people seem a bit, I don't know, squirrely to me. I think it'll be interesting to see what they're up to. Do you think this will also help with what you're searching for? I don't know. Maybe. I've just been keeping my eyes out for eyes out for gnomes. Fair. I've just been. I don't know. Just trying to see where things lead. I do feel a little. Uh, Responsible now about what happened when we went after Grizzle. Responsible for what? I don't know, I wonder if maybe because we were chasing him, if we spooked him and that led to that one person dying. I don't think 
I don't think us chasing him drove him to murder. I think him driving, he, his murder drove us to chasing him. I think he would have done it either way, is what I'm saying. You're probably right. I guess I just would like to make it so he can't hurt anyone else. I agree. It seems like the easiest thing I know how to help with, so. Yes, if we can catch him, I, uh, we'd certainly like to see him brought to justice. Maybe thrown down one of those deep holes they keep talking about. Sounds right to me. I also want to see how big his mouth is. He bit that cobalt's head off. I guess I'm a little curious about that. Do you think he's a dwarf or something else? Masquerading as a dwarf. Is that something that can happen? I suppose. I don't know. There's lots of strange things out there. Hmm. Well, I'm sure we can still kill him either way. Yeah. I think that we get more money if we bring him in alive, though. Oh. Okay. We can do a lot of good with that money. So, just take a leg off or something? Yeah. Okay. Knock his teeth out? I don't know. Then he can't bite things off. <laughs> Abominable. <laughs> yeah. Try to gum things to death. Are any of you dentists? He'd be like a walking cabbage. Are you an elf dentist? <laughs> Guys, guys, the season for that is done. It's over. It's too late. We missed our opportunity. Oh, yeah, all our decorations are gone. Yep. Christmas is over and canceled from now on. Now on. Everything in this basement is joyless. <laughs> it's no festivity to be had. Debbie, you've decided what to get engraved into your sword. Well, an avalanche? Did you decide on that? <laughs> I mean, I'm still leaning heavily toward an avalanche, because I think that could be interesting. Um, I was wondering if the arrowhead that I had Kaya hold on to, if maybe I could have that used as some piece to decorate it. I don't really know how the whole process works, but yeah, uh, I wanted to talk to her more about that to see if I can even handle something like that. It was a gift from the Onion people. Maybe it has some power that the sword can use. Well, I know it makes my hand tingle a lot. I'm hoping maybe I can uh, find a way to get around that. And maybe... I don't know. Maybe it'll do something interesting to my sword. Make it more onion-like? I don't know. Ooh. Like one of those grass swords? I guess, yeah. The sword peels. <laughs> it could be an onion night. Oh, God. I don't know what that is. Oh, you need to play more JRPGs. True. A little bit. Nah. Anyway. <laughs> to walk back, is it... I have two questions. Is it... So is the wind and everything so loud that you really have to, like, shout to be hear, heard? You guys could... I mean, talking loudly and near each other, you guys could hear each other. Right, and then... Um, so I think it was... Yesterday, I uh, stopped suddenly for a hot minute, mm -hmm. and you handed me this piece of paper. Yes. Um, it, is it about the same time? I don't know, where did I put the paper? It's on the ground. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so on the walk back, I'm going to stop and mutter some things under my breath. Okay. Or not stop, but like slow. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, um, both of you make a perception check. Yeah, who's our friend? Uh, make a performance check. It's not great. Nope. Come on, lucky duck. Don't fail me now. Oh, I should have used the lucky duck. Balls have failed me. <laughs> it will fail you. Have you tried to roll? 11. Should have used the lucky duck. I think I got an 11, too. I did. I got an 8. Mm-hmm. Um, while you guys are walking, uh, blessed with your head very much down, just kind of focusing on what's in front of your feet, um, Kaya, for a moment, you look up... Um, and look over at Lex, and you can see him... What? Eret. Eret, sorry. You look over at Eret and <laughs> see him <laughs> with his hands together, um, just sort of muttering to himself. Eret? Briefly. Yeah? You good? Yeah. What's up? Nothing. Uh, it's pretty bad out, isn't it? Why are you slowing something? down? Can you keep going? Just yeah, let's, let's come on. Let's Go. Do you see something? See something? Say. I haven't. I've seen sand. No. Did you? Did you say something? I saw your no, mouth. No. I can't see anything. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop arguing. Please keep moving. <laughs> we will turn this card around. <laughs> Have anything? I can. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to pass you something? I don't yeah. have anything to write it down. So. I'm going to have a paper here. You just said, <laughs> do you Discord? Just busy. <laughs> Discord. That's true. I could have just sent you a message. Yeah, you could have sent it on Discord if you want. Jeez. <laughs> walking. D&D. Walking. You guys are walking. I enjoy playing D&D with my friends so much because we all enjoy each other and have no secrets. <laughs> are you just going to whisper to me? No. Okay. Wow. I'm having fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to share it with chat? <laughs> Sorry, chat. We'll never read it, I promise. I mean, you guys can continue. I don't, like, this can happen independently, yeah. I feel. Yeah. So, you guys make your way back to the bronze trumpet to find the, uh, to find Lex and Ally seated at a table. Uh, with the revelry of workers going on about you. Very thankful to be out of the storm and off of work. Get all the dust off me. Sorry, sand off me. You just get off and you like <coughs> shrug off your clothes and you're like <sighs> like a pile of sand up the doorway. Well, I'll take three HP damage for every run in the sand. <laughs> I'm dead. No, no. <laughs> we are very much dead. If it takes an hour to get back, yeah. that's a lot of rounds. My hands are getting real tired of it, but I pressed to digitate all the dust off my face. That's right. I think I think ground type damage or sandstorm damage is just a um, fraction. Oh, wrong RPG. We're not playing Pokemon. <sighs> we could be. I mean, it's even your accuracy. That's all it does. See, it's that's fun. what I would turn into. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we will head over to our friends. And sit down and order up a meal. Are there any wood elves? No. <laughs> wow, we want to Dwarves and humans. I'm half a wood elf. <laughs> if you want food, it's a silver piece. If you want drink, it's five copper. Um, I will I get, get a meal. I get everyone's meal. Oh, oh that's nice. Sweet. Um, I need rations. Uh, here's here's the change, and I'll put here's? the twenty gold. I get my bag out. 
I only made five from her silver, but I spent all of my money. Please take take what you can back. I, I take one gold. Wow. Need to make sure I can feed myself. Okay. I watch. I watch Bless expecting like is that is that the right math? I'm <laughs> just, <laughs> just out, out looking at Alex. He's like, uh. I'll take my five gold back just in case we get split up or something. Uh, I have a little pocket change yeah. in your money belt around your waist. I love, I, love, I love that you take your five gold back and then you immediately pass it to me. <laughs> <laughs> just take the rest of the gold back. Fourteen to you. Oh, my nope, goodness. I said 15. Whatever. Wait, yes. Right. Yeah, okay. Between the two of us, we have 82 gold. <laughs> you are loaded. Uh, it's 40 pieces. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah loaded. you're loaded. What do you have? You have more than that, probably. More than 40, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not by much. How did we end up with more gold than you guys? Oh, I don't know. When, when we yeah. got paid from Kavorka for doing the nice things, he was carrying all the gold. Uh, so some Kavorka? of that gold was technically ours anyway. Yeah, so we can divvy it out as needed. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have any gold on me. Can somebody roll a d12 for me? I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to do it this time. You can do it. You already had it. You seem super eager. <laughs> never roll a d12 for any reason. Here. You, yes. <laughs> I, I roll a 12. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Eric. someone did it. <laughs> All right. So you guys are in the tavern. tavern. At a table. Well, I'm still doing that. Food. food and drink. Drink. So drink. do we want to... Head out and go. I forget what we were going to go do. No, I think we wait. He's got things he has to pick up in the morning. We have things being delivered in the morning. I just wasn't sure if we had any more errands we wanted to. The only place I think we could go would be the Temple of War. <coughs> or into the vacancy, which doesn't sound like the best of fun in this weather. Yeah, I doubt anyone's out in there. Yeah. I may not have any errands to do, but I have a, a task I've been meaning to do. Um, if you give me just a minute, uh, I can finally look into that arrowhead for you. This is what I needed the pearl for. Um, okay. Is it right if I see it real quick? Yeah, of course. Alright, so take the arrowhead back. What I'm just trying to do is just like... It's kind of like got that kind of tingling burning in your hand as you hold it, but you (laughs) expect it at this time. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if I can just like... Focus past it so it doesn't like. It's not as bothersome to me. Make a uh, Constitution check. Saving throw. Actually, no Constitution check because you're trying to like force your will on this thing. Okay. Mm. Uh, totally an eight. There's whatever is going on inside of you is powerful and reacting strongly to this. It doesn't intensify, but you focusing and really trying to get past this pain that you feel emanating through your hand, down into your wrist and your forearms before fading at your elbow, continues to pulse through you. So it's still kind of like doing the whole... um, Tingly ouch. Yeah. (laughs) 
trying to think the uh, the carnival game where you like hold onto the yes, thing. It's like, the Adam yeah. Sandler game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, okay. Yeah. I think. Well, what? thank you, Kaya. You don't remember that discussion from last time? No. The Uncle Fester light bomb. It's like the shock machine, but it's not really shocking, it's just shaking you really hard. Yeah. The new one shakes you, the old one did, will use be a shock. I'm gonna get my book out. Oh, maybe I should, do we still have a room? Don't have a room. Um, Lex, maybe you should like go away for a couple minutes. <laughs> 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 I don't want to make your head hurt. <laughs> Lex leaves. Uh, Case for the rooms for everyone. There's probably better ways to phrase what you're trying to say. I just don't want him to get hurt. It makes yeah. his head hurt. And you, next time you might want to just let him know that you're going to be doing magic so he can make the choice on his own. I think by now he knows what it means when I get this out after I just talked about the magic thing that he wants to know what it does. I'm pretty sure he can put two and two together. He's a bright kid. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a bright kid. He's <laughs> a special boy. <laughs> she's as charismatic as I am strong. <laughs> maybe maybe this, a little the, more charismatic than you are strong. Uh, I don't know from the looks of it. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't dump strength. I should dump charisma. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how much are the rooms? I'll just pay for them. All. <laughs> uh, they are silver piece, I think. Um, they're five silver piece. It wasn't very much. I wrote it. Yeah, I would it was like two. It I wasn't think. very much. Yeah. I think it was a gold for all the rooms. Yeah, I it paid was. For all five of them. Yeah, silver piece a night for the rooms. Oh, silver piece a night. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Expensive Jeez. meal. <laughs> I was gonna say the meal is just as expensive as the rooms are. Yeah. High quality meal. <laughs> must have been really Shit good. happens when you're coming There's up with stuff off the cover. There's a fan. That was some great Actually, food, food would be more expensive here than a lot of other things. And it's packed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll make sure to get us our different rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sleeping in the same one, that's for sure. So you're getting rooms for everyone? Yeah. For the night? Yeah. Do I have enough rooms? It's packed. Uh, yeah, there's, there's rooms. They're probably locals. Yeah. That's fair. Or the travelers. So, at one point while you guys are uh, busy at your table, the door bursts open with a fairly harrowed-looking young lad. Uh, on his back is a large parcel wrapped in cloth, and he approaches the bartender and speaks to him, and bartender goes, Delivery for the Kavorka party? Kavorka party? Yeah, yeah, that's us. We're the Kavorkians. Uh, I'll go on. Hey, Lex, you want to go get... Uh, yeah, one of you two. I can't carry that. This is while I'm casting it. <laughs> I meant I'm still right up there. The, the kid kind of comes up and, like, shucks it off his back. <laughs> oh, that's... Lex. Uh, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Master Yonder sends his... <laughs> <laughs> Regards. I, uh, Yonder, got it. Yonder. I uh, give him a silver. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I mean, pulls up a stool. <laughs> I just take the bag up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's about the same age as you. <laughs> was hunched over it, and you easily lift it up, and that's all your goods, obviously. From Yonder's, um, from the Stedman. Well, yeah, from Yonder's. Okay. He ordered from. Yeah. Who delivered? Yes. 
Yonder Prime. No. <laughs> is the is the kid who made the delivery taller than me? Uh, he's um pretty scrawny looking. I mean, probably about the same height, maybe a little taller, but pretty like you know skin and bones kind of kid. Yeah. Why would they have him deliver this? He's not built for this. I mean, they have me do this sort of stuff. He made it. Lex, you're a bit stronger than the hacking man. <laughs> Wasn't always. Well, I feel he's overworked. Poor boy. What is that thing? Alright. I'll tell you in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, sit um, and, I'll sit and talk with a kid who's made the delivery. So... What it is, it's a single-use arrowhead that is kind of a take on the entangle spell. So it's one target, they have to make a DC 13 strength saving throw, or become restrained by plants that spring up out of the ground. Um, For one minute, they can repeat the saving throw on any of their turns. Um, It is considered magical, but it is just a regular arrow. It's not like a plus one or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And it's Conjuration School. I wrote yes, that down earlier. Yes, green. Green. Yeah, I wrote it down earlier. <laughs> green. I'll go find Lex with it in my hands. Okay. And I will explain that, to him. That, oh yeah, that's right, you shoved him. <laughs> yeah. Told him to go away. I <laughs> know, oh, I'm just hanging out with my new friend. Oh, you're hanging out with the kid? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Big people appreciate Lex, it. Lex, I figured it out, I figured it out. The kid's kind of peers yeah. over. Here. Oh, uh, get my handkerchief out and wrap it up and hand it to him. Thanks. So what? what is it? It's really neat. It has a spell on it. Um, you can use it to make uh, vines come out of the ground and hold on to something. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I can grow plants with it? Uh, like, briefly. <laughs> can I make onions? I have no idea what they will look like. It just looks like an arrowhead to me. I guess it's magical. She said it. She finds magical things a lot. I'll give you the silver piece for it. (laughs) I appreciate it, but no thanks. Alright. Hey. Kaya, do you still want that ring thing? Um. Do you want it back? Sure. Are you are you trying to take back the gift you gave me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not used to how this works. Yeah, me either. So I don't know if I'm supposed to be offended or not. Last time somebody, last time I did this, someone tried to kill me. I don't want to have to try to kill you later. I'm not gonna try to kill you either. <laughs> wow. Unless I gave him a migraine by my first attack. That's true. <laughs> I guess you can keep it if you want it. No, it's 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 yours. Whatever you want to do with it. I gave it to you, so I guess it is yours. No, but it's yours, so you can. I give the kid a silver. (laughs) 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 Thank you, sir. (laughs) Sir, He kind of looks at you, friend. What's your name? My my name is Karis. All right, I'm Lex. This is Kaya. Hi. It's nice to meet you both. Yep. Nice to meet you, too. If you don't mind me asking, what was in the package? Uh, well, it should be... 
I, I, you know, I was like, yeah, do not read me. <laughs> uh, two tents. <laughs> oh, I got my crowbar. And the yeah. dart. <laughs> I got a dart. Oh, uh, that's what was jabbing me in the back. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're going camping. Um, <laughs> roll deception. <laughs> I'm not really lying. Yeah, you're lying. You're not going camping. We're going spelunking. We're kind of going camping. We're going spelunking. Oh, and it's only a night. Well, let's cock this shit. That's what's funny. Okay. <laughs> not my business, I guess. Sorry for asking. I mean, from what I understand, anyway. We'll, we will be camping out outside, probably. It's best to be prepared. Not in this, I hope. Oh, I hope not, too. I don't know if we have much choice, but we gotta go. <laughs> Weather's weather. Does it usually do this for long? I mean, you can go for like a day. You can go for... There was one where I was a kid, it was like a week. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't last that long. Yeah. Well, um, we're just gonna chill here. I don't know if you have to go back or... I do. I have to go back out in that. Oh. <laughs> oh, um. Shit. Here you go. What was that? Just a piece off my uh, cloak. <laughs> Just kind of takes the. <coughs> Thanks, I guess. It's better than breathing sand. Yeah, yeah. alright. Here, let me just. And I'll just, like, clean it up a little bit, because I'm sure it's dusty as hell. <laughs> Still better than. And it's, it's pretty small. He just kind of takes it and just, like,. Sticks it up his nostrils and goes, Alright, well, I'm gonna get back to Mr. Yonders. Bye! <laughs> Have a good day. And he takes off. Lex, with your new cloak that you just got, uh, don't rip it to pieces, maybe. <laughs> you have this one to do that with, but. Okay. We should do a super cut of every time Lex has torn a piece of his clothes and give it to somebody. <laughs> Did you find out what that other thing does? The thing that was in the chest? Kaya? Huh? What? Did you find out that other thing does? The thing that was in the chest? Oh, which thing? The... the, the rock? Yeah. Yeah, I know what that does. Oh. What's it do? Um... Glows? What? It glows. <laughs> it glows? Yeah. Like a lantern? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Why didn't you just say you had a lantern then? We didn't have to buy one. Well, it's like a short-term thing. It doesn't last as long as like my lights do. And same problem, it's magic, it's gonna make his head hurt. Right. Good point. Yeah. My head doesn't hurt as much because it's bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> No five. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm getting used to it. <laughs> What's that sound? <laughs> Did anyone get toast? <laughs> uh. I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, it's the middle of the day. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> So, um, about this time, the, uh, bartender kind of like, you guys, you guys hear a thump as he lugs this massive, like, a barrel of ale on the, uh, 
uh, on the counter, and he says, When there's a sandstorm, there's a drinking storm. Rounds for everybody. And he starts pouring out the ale, and everyone's like, Yeah, all the workers and uh, pints of ale get uh, passed around. That's why it's so busy here. And, uh, they say, To Horn Rock! And everyone raises their glasses. And then everyone kind of, at the same time, slams their other fist on the table. Um, and then takes a drink. <clears throat> Follow suit. Making eye contact. <laughs> Alright. Is there like a game of cards or a dice game or anything in there? That everyone one? that took a drink. Oh shit. Oh. Did you drink? Well, I probably drank. Okay. Peer pressure. Everyone please make a constitution saving throw. Oh, oh, that doesn't like me today. Oh yeah. no, this is, a lot this is real bad. You're I retired. I was gonna roll my stupid duck dice. <laughs> <laughs> I should have rolled my. What'd you roll? I rolled a three. I would have been a uh, twenty-two. Oh, was it a saver? saving throw? Uh, it was a saving. Okay, so twenty-four. Six. Sixteen. Eleven. I'm having a bad day again. Sixteen and twenty-something. Okay, the two of you watch as everybody else in the bar, from sitting to standing, just starts to float up (laughs) towards the ceiling. And the next thing the three of you realize is that you two are rising up, and there's this... It's stricken with panic. What the the hell's going on? Like Everyone in the bar is just like rising and like hits the ceiling above and there's just panic. Nobody knows what's happening. The two of you sitting there are the only ones in the entire bar not floating about. Kaya, Kaya, Kaya. It's not me, it's not me, it's not me. I really hope no one opens the door. Huh? Really hope no one opens the door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I look to Lex and see if he's blowing or anything. This happened before. He's not. Well... Kind of, but not with people. Um. The bartender's kind of like, like you guys can see him. He's kind of like gripping the ceiling where he leads up to the stairs, and everyone's like yelling at him. Dormley, what'd you do? What is this? I I don't know. I don't know. There's just like nobody knows what's happening. As everyone's just kind of drifting and bobbing. Guys are like, like trying to swim against the air, like grab onto chairs, only to like rise up with them. Uh, my instant reflex is going to be to cast Mage Armor on myself as we're floating. <laughs> I'm going to casually walk over to the keg of ale that was poured. And is there anything like fishy about it? It's empty from just being passed around. Um, no, make an investigation check. No weird markings. When did I get proficiency in this shit? 11. Um, the one thing... There's nothing strange. It looks like a normal cask of ale um but there is it looks like the sort of top part of the barrel the lip of it has been like like lifted up where there's a gap about that that big in one part Hmm. do we notice anyone else not floating everybody in the bar other than the two of you I'm gonna be floating about well I'm gonna fish out my rope and I'm just gonna like Try and lasso at least one person. <laughs> Did we get a grappling hook? No. Are you trying to lasso? Damn. Uh, 
Ally make contact with you and just like, Ally, try and grab onto this. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, these the ceilings aren't that high in this yeah. place, but um, it's there's probably two dozen people like just kind of like <laughs> like clinging to the ceiling and like drumly. I'm never coming back here. I'll just tie up the other end of the rope to like a fixed point on the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, well, at least they can tr- climb themselves down, I guess, but what the hell's going on? I'm really tempted to see if I can find the source of the magic, but I'm kind of running out of low-level spell slots. Can I go yeah, lock, lock, lock the front door? Like, yeah, there's, like a, there's like a, like, just an iron, like, yeah, distance let, slide Yeah, let, let's do that, just to be, <coughs> to be safe. Okay. Oh, is Lara Comlin was screaming? Yeah, like, no. If I look oh, out the window, do I see, there. like... Block. Anything weird on the street? So from where you're at, you can basically just see. Down. I mean, and it's just and there's just wind and sand kind of blowing past it. I hope after, that kid's okay. After I, uh, <laughs> he wasn't in here. <laughs> after, after I anchor Ally and presumably anyone else who wants to grab the rope and try and climb themselves back down, I'm just gonna try and concentrate and think back to when I was helping with the. Uh, wagon wheel and see if I can do a detect magic again. Okay, sure. <coughs> Does anybody look like they're oddly not panicking? Oddly not panicking. That's a nat 20 I got on that, so. Go look at the, the single rolls. No, I. Just trying to think here. So uh, what's a what's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. I don't okay. I don't I don't think so. Everyone's belly glow. Um, yeah. But after about a minute, there's this moment where everything comes crashing down, and people are falling on their heads, falling over chairs, uh, plates and silverware kind of go scattering as you can hear the moans and grunts of various people just hit the floor. Can I try to catch anyone? Uh, yeah, make a, um... What are we trying to catch? Make a dexterity check to try to... Ally, you, you probably climbed down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make, make a dexterity check to try to catch one of the guys. Do I need to make a dex save to not get fouled on? I'll, I'll try and catch either... It's not, fa- it's not far enough for it to do... Oh, to make... Yeah. <laughs> um... Just a straight dex check, it's just 12. Yeah. 12? Yeah, you're able to catch one of the guys as he falls, and he's just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and peck on the cheek. Dromley is like, uh, the bartender kind of slams his fist on the table, and he's like, Alvin! <laughs> and goes into the back. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I wrote Alvin on here without thinking of that at all. And then, and then it's just, and they're but up front singing Christmas carols. He runs, he runs to the back, and you just hear a cry of terror. <laughs> <laughs> From Dromley. Okay. Oh. Uh, I guess I'm going to rush over there and see what's going on. I'm going to get myself up and go over there. And try not to step on anyone on my way over. I'm just running across people. Yeah. <laughs> you guys go into the back and looking over and to the side of Dromley... You can see a young lad on the floor with his throat slashed down, bleeding, bled out on the floor. This escalated quickly. Uh, is he? Is he? Have, is there any pulse? Is there any? Can like, I go up and yeah, check this? 
Uh, make a uh, medicine check. And are you trying to help? Or I mean, I was. I want to know. I mean, I'm not much help, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you just make just make just regular medicine check. Guidance. I wouldn't even know where to start. Are you saying a prayer before you? Because you can't. I mean, so with guidance, it's like yeah. guidance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say, say, say a prayer to Elmiria so you lean over the boy and check on him. Make a medicine check. A prayer. A conversation. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. There is the faintest bit of pulse that is barely a tremor leaving this kid's body. He is about to die. Is there anything my medicine or magic can do for this? Let's see, you rolled pretty pretty high. So I would say you think there's enough time for you to save this young lad. The spell. Yes. <laughs> then I will cast Cure Wounds. Alright. Force level. Uh, I have level one spell thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, bless quickly, conversing as if somebody were there kneeling over the boy with her, speaks in a very plain language, and you guys see as the wound sort of magically closes. The boy's. HP. The boy is not conscious, but you can tell that he is alive. Bare, there's like the faintest glimmer of life that this boy clung on to. Is the innkeeper still here and alive? Yeah. What's he doing? He kind of in shock. What was his um. name? Drownley. 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 Hey, 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 Drownley. What? 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 What's going on? I don't. I don't. Why'd you I run back here? Huh? Why'd you run back here? What? Elvin was the one that fetched the 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 the, the, the keg for me. I thought he played some prank on us. Oh. So you have no idea what's going on. I don't. I don't, I don't I flow just like you. Is there a back door back here? There is. Uh, does it look disturbed? Like if it were, it's sandy out there. Does it look like that door's been opened recently? It is, it's currently closed. Uh, make an investigation check. Uh, non-nat 20. There is a, it looks like a solid door. Um, you know, very tight on its hinges and in its frame. Um, there is a dusting of sand and a singular boot print. Um, uh, Ella, Ella, you were in front chasing yesterday. Is this, does this happen to look like Grizzles? Does it look anything like the boot prints from yesterday? Well, he left his boots yesterday, so he, if it would be, he'd have new boots, so I don't know. Does it look familiar? Like, does it look like, can I think it, back to the boots? Is it a size 10? Does <laughs> Grizzle wear a size um, 10? I would say it is a small, it is a dusting of sand. It is not as a dwarf running in blue dyed boots. Well, I mean, like, so, like, it's a he's boot. got it's little a feet. Size. It is, it, yeah. Yeah, it is, it, it's a wide, thick foot. Okay. Okay. Well, duck. that only, uh, <laughs> that only crosses out, like, you know, one-tenth of the town, but it looks like it's roughly dwarvish in width. I don't know if it was Grizzle or not, but... You want to open that door, see if he's standing there? There's a big mouth. 
God, I don't really want to open that door, but... Gnashing teeth. Lesh opens the door. (laughs) (laughs) Opening the door, you pull it open, and the wind and sand (laughs) whirling outside. But as you pull the door open, you are greeted with a sand speckled bloody G in a handprint smeared on the outside of the door. I think that answers that question. That cements my theory. (laughs) I mean, you didn't seem like the kind of murderer to play a practical joke on a handful of people. I just step outside right uh, in front of the uh, blood smear thing and just kind of look around. And then just scream out, coward. <laughs> scream it out, Zach. Do it. Don't yell. But. <laughs> do, it. do it. You have to do it. RP. <laughs> coward! <laughs> As you yell, it feels like your voice narrowly leaves three inches away from your face before being whisked off into the sand and the wind. I'll get you too, Sand! It <laughs> <laughs> won't be silent, Sand! <clears throat> um, do I see blood soaked? Anything else bleeding off in a direction? Make an investigation check. Well, this will be fun. Duck time. At disadvantage. Well, it's not gonna be great from that one. Oh, even better. Uh, that's a two. <laughs> I don't see shit. I just keep screaming coward. <laughs> Do we bother to try to go after him? I see no point in it. I'm not leaving this kid here. Does Elvin stay here or does he go with family? Does he go back home? Does he have a home? He has a home, yeah. He's not going to his home tonight. I don't... I need to go get a guard. And he, <laughs> he runs out. So I never, Don't run by yourself! I never gave the arrowhead back to Kaya. So... I'm gonna run with him if he's running outside by himself. Yeah, I take off toward the weapon shop. It's not where I'm going, but... I'm staying with Alvin. Alright. <sighs> I just pull up a stool in the kitchen. <laughs> Start rummaging through the food. No, just <laughs> so um, running out. Um, Dromley does find a heavily cloaked guard, sort of tucked up into a corner, almost of the street, and ushers him back to the scene of the crime. Um, and the guard returns and. So if he ran out and came back, depending how much time it is, I've probably like tried to find him to like start wiping up the blood. Okay. Um, and the guard begins to start kind of talking to people and approaches you and says, Dromley says that he thinks this was the work of Grizzle. Certainly seems that way. There's a G on the door. Pretty damning evidence. He opens the door. <laughs> Slammed it shut. Damn. Well, thank the gods that you were here to save the boy. He says, looking at Bless. Thank one god. 
And none of those weird cults either. Yeah, what were they good for? Unless your goddess are not part of a cult, in which case, sorry. I don't think they are. I'm not here, so... <laughs> um... The guard sort of continues to just move about the room asking anybody if they saw anything. And... You're all... Left in the back room where Elvin finally kind of... What? What? Where am I? Is this... Heaven. Is it... Oh, it looks like the storage room. <laughs> <laughs> it's not heaven, Elvin. You're alive. Oh. Eric, don't be mean. Could have said hell. I saw her. I saw Grizzle. You did. I, I did, yeah. And he... Kind of reaches up, like, extremely gingerly and... It's gone. Oh. You almost died. I, uh, that's... Seems about right. Cut me pretty bad. Can you tell us, what, tell us what you saw? I... came back here and... hauled out the barrel of ale that Dromley wanted, and when I came back, I, Grizzle was just standing there, and he slashed me and ran. Hmm. What do you look like? And he describes what you would know, based mm -hmm. on the wanted poster that you received, but the wild-haired, spike-toothed, crazy-eyed Grizzle the Fury. You should, probably shouldn't go home tonight. You probably shouldn't leave here tonight. He <coughs> killed you, and he sees you walking around. He may just try again. Well, I don't feel safe here, either. I just want to go home. You can come into one of our rooms. I brought you back to life. I can do it again. <laughs> I don't want to die again. That was... It was one time's enough. <laughs> it was a lot. How how far away is your home? A little bit far from here. Can you go please? I just want to go home. Just yeah. let him go home, please. We can, we can take you home and make sure you're safe. Thank you. I, I just want to go home. Yeah. Uh, I guess go back to the table and we'll grab whatever stuff we put down. Or at least I'll, I'll go. I'll grab my stuff. Yeah, I'll walk. You, uh, coming, Ally? Yeah. Okay. Guess the rest of us, sorry. Because you two ran off, right? No, I'm back. Oh. I came back with the guard. Okay. Are you coming, Kaya? Of course. Yeah, so, uh, I guess we'll all be on, like, a corner of this kid. <laughs> Alright. He kind of, like, kind of leads you, and Blessy kind of gets behind you and grabs the back of your shirt. It's like, I'll, I'll tell you where to go. I tell the proprietor. Drumboar? Dromley. Dromley. Sorry, it's Dust Knuckles. Was, yeah. Uh, Dromley, to let Lex know where we went. Where do you went? To I, I ran up toward the weapon shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Into the void. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what it is. I need my sword. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, <laughs> the boy's right. I mean, he probably lives maybe two blocks away from the um, the uh, the bar. He says, "My my parents are probably down in the mine still. It's safe there from sandstorm, but." I'll just lock the door and I'll just. I just want to go to bed. I didn't think dying would be so tired. They they always say you're putting people to rest. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm exhausted. That's because you didn't die. I guess that's true. Just kind of keeps rubbing his neck. Do you need Rose to stay here with you? We don't mind. It'd be okay. Oh, well, that's okay. You've all done enough for me. I can... I've died once. I can take care of myself, right? Yeah, you're a... You're a... Strong boy. It's not really a, a sliding scale. If something happened to you, I'd feel terrible. Currently, he's 1-0. and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bad in 100. Yeah. It's really from your own will that you're alive right now. If you didn't want to live so bad, I wouldn't have been able to save you. Well, well, I guess I'm, thank you. I just want to go in my bed now. Thank you all, thank you for what you did. What's your name? Bless. I'm Elvin. Elvin, it's very nice to meet you. Goodbye. Kind of just goes inside and just shuts the door and you hear it kind of gingerly lock behind him. Kaya, I don't like leaving him here. I don't either. I'm gonna open my cloak a little bit and I'm going to pop help me into my cloak. Listen, the weather's terrible and I'm really sorry, okay? I'm really sorry. But there's a kid in there and you do keep an eye on him for me. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I... Don't sass me. <laughs> I'm gonna find some place. <laughs> yeah, that face. I'm gonna find a, a place to just even where you can see the door. Yeah. Well, you know, listen. Yeah. It's kind of a like tight little alleyway, somewhat shielded away from the rest of the the sandstorm. I mean, the wind kind of kicks up in there, but it's kind of shielded from the brunt of everything else. And there's plenty of little places that help you can perch and I... watch the door send him the picture in my head of what Grizzle's supposed to look like. But in my brain, like, he has this huge fucking mouth. Okay. <laughs> like a really big head. He's probably a lot scarier in my brain than right. he looks in your life. So, I send only that <laughs> and the <laughs> image of the kid. <laughs> watch out for him. You realize that by the time we can get back here, that's all I can do. Well, you got any touch spells? <laughs> I mean, I'd have to cast them immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe technically, technically, uh, Helmy could, you know, try to attack. It's like one slash of damage, but... <laughs> Slowly whittle Grizzly down. Go for the eyes, Helmy. Distract Grizzly for uh, six seconds. If, if Grizzle attacks, if I'm within a hundred feet, which I probably won't be, but if I am, Probably let me know. Or we could <laughs> camp out at this door until his parents show up. 
We, we probably won't be back until the sandstorm's over. True. Mm. What do you think, Bless? Is this enough? It's probably around like 2, 3 o'clock right now, after all the business you guys been up to today. Dang. We, no, we wouldn't have our tent because Lex ran away. Oh yeah, looks like we cut to Lex. Barreling uh, <laughs> 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 through the sandstorm. Um, so... Yeah, no, that occurred to me too. <laughs> uh, when you arrive at Riska's, it does not appear to be open. It was kind of a open, like there was an overhang, um, sort of an open air kind of blacksmith. Um, it doesn't appear that Riska is there. Uh, annoying. I wonder if that means like the search to leave the Sorry, what did you say? I wonder if that means the sword's delayed today. Maybe. Kind of need to talk to her ASAP, but if she's not here, um, I still look around to see if there's just any sign of Gristle in case he tried. If he followed us to our inn, I'm wondering if he tried following her tracks elsewhere. Uh, you, you don't see it. It's, I mean, there's, there's no one really on the street. Your visibility's limited to. <coughs> Maybe fifteen feet or so in front of you. Well, I still have my sword drawn. I'm just gonna like start skulking back toward the end. <laughs> right. You all rendezvous back at the bronze trumpet. Sure. Yeah. Yep. The We're never gonna see this revelry again. has died down, as has the attendance at the bar. Dromley just sits at a stool. Drinking to himself, silently staring at the floor, contemplating probably to himself how he may have failed that boy or brought this tragedy, one of two within the last <laughs> day, upon this bar. I'm going to sit back in a stool and drink out of my water skin because saving people takes a lot of work. I'll let Drumley know that we got him home safe and that his door is locked and he seems to be comfortable where he wanted to be. And he's, uh, and he kind of mutters under his breath, thank you, and then just slides five silver pieces along the bar to you and says, you can stay, take anything you want in the bar. I, I can't take this. I'll just slide it back. Thank you, though. If you need anything, let us know. We're here to help. He silently consoles himself with Abel. <laughs> you enter. Yeah. <laughs> Risk is gone. She got killed, too? <laughs> Better not. I was just, the shop was closed, and... I couldn't find Grizzle. Oh. I'm sorry, I ran off. Did the kid die? No, he's alive. He's at home. Hopefully safe. In bed. You guys aren't over there? He didn't want us to stay. It just seems like a bad idea, but... I don't necessarily think that 
Grizzle was here to kill him. I think he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. He might not even know that we saved him. He might think that the kid is already dead. I kind of get the feeling that Grizzle is going after people because of us now for whatever reason. I don't know why we would have made him so angry yesterday, apart from just chasing him, but that can't be anything new. I mean, it could just be that he knows our faces and he's looking to remove... He's not doing a very good job of it. I mean, everyone knows his face. Did anyone check anywhere he could have hid in here, besides just being out in the back? We're pretty sure he just ran. The, that's what the kid said. It wasn't... There was a footstep going out, there wasn't anything coming in. I was too busy doing <clears throat> the album. Well, I was wondering, maybe he was hiding underneath wherever the <clears throat> pegs were. Maybe. I don't think anyone checked. It could be just a case of wrong place at the wrong time. I just, I don't know how he managed to enchant everyone to float like that. That's not something I can do. I know there's a lot of magic in the world that's above and beyond me, but... What's the bartender's name? Dromley. Too many D's. <laughs> I'll go back behind the bar into the Two? area and see if I can find where the <laughs> things were at. I'm going to next to Dromley. Dromley, why did you decide to give everyone free drinks? Doctor drugs. We're having a good time. Can't be good for business, for your ledgers. It's a cask of ale. I don't mind. It can be hard being a miner, living in Horn Rock, especially when a day's pay is sucked away from you by the force of nature beyond your control. And I figured a few pints of ale on the house keep people happy. Just keep them coming back in a fair weather situation. Do you do this often? Not. Maybe occasional breakout around for the on the house. I'm just trying to figure out how he managed to get the one keg that you handed out to everyone. Was there anything special about it? That particular is that is there some you you keep stored away for occasions like this? I know my ales. It was just the kind of stuff that more or less swill when it's brewed. I will admit though, upon tasting it I did feel like something was a little off about it. Does he seem like he's being truthful? Make an insight check. Is he putting on a play for us? Uh, 20. You are speaking to a man who is very lost in his own sorrow and his own feeling of loss of control of things around him. He's being truthful from what you can tell. Okay, follow Lex into the back. Do I notice anything odd about any of the other kegs or where it looked like they grabbed the one for this shipment or for this toast? Soiree. Make an investigation check. Oh, yay. 
Eh, that's an eight. You can see where the cask was taken from. There's kind of these, um, kind of like wooden slots, almost kind of like built into the wall, where mm-hmm. they kind of stack the, the casks of ale. You can see the empty one where it was taken from. But I guess nothing out of the ordinary sticks out to you. I don't know, Al, I guess you grabbed it from here, but nothing else is jumping out at me. Well, looks like the vacancy is our only option. We want to head there now, and we want to head there tomorrow. Maybe when it's clear. I have a bad feeling about that kid being at home alone. I don't feel comfortable with anything going on right now. I don't know if charging into the vacancy is going to help. It's possible if we go out there looking for him, it could spook him into appearing to try to deal with us. I don't know how much he knows about us. Apparently knows where we stay. Again, I'm not sure that it's because we're here. Not everything's your fault, Max. It just seems like a really weird coincidence. But then again, this is where the merry folk tried to kill Kaya. I don't know if those are related either. Well, I'm just thinking that might be what... I guess they could have put him... Yeah. Two murders of the previous night, looking to one-upsmanship it. That sounds about right. He wants people to notice him. Well, there's also a chance that if we go out tonight, we walk... Ten feet from him and don't even see him. That's true as well. Then what do we do? Wait till morning. Hold up for the night? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Alright. Uh, before we, like, go up, um, I'll stop by Drumley and tell him, I, I know you're upset, but try not to blame yourself. I don't think it was your fault. I know it wasn't your fault. You were just trying to do something nice. Everything ended up turning out okay. I appreciate that, but... It may not have been my fault. But when a dwarf can't control what happens under his own roof, what kind of dwarf does that make him? And he looks up and and you can see his eyes are kind of red and puffy. Do you mind if I stay with you for a little bit? I won't talk. I just want to stay. You can sit. I don't want to talk. I'll just sit next to him. With the silence emanating from the bronze trumpet, juxtaposed by the whirling winds outside, Our heroes sit in solemn silence. And that's where we'll pick up next time. All right. (laughs) So, thank you again. So much for joining us, everyone. And yet another chapter, although more sad than previous ones. He killed Alvin. He's gonna have a fit.
This has been Duck Duck Dice, a Party Foul Games production. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, <laughs> and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. And as we always say in the game of life and all others, roll on. <laughs>